It's Cast Ranger time, and we got a doozy of an episode tonight, I tell you what. Oh, boy. I don't, don't want to be able to talk about it. There's a goddamn token juke. This episode is just Ichi literally going, I called it. I fucking called it. Fuck all of you. I called it. Now, now hang on. If we're, doing the King, if we're doing a King of the Hill parody and Paul's Boomhauer, does that make me Bill? Yes, you're Bill Dodry. <laughs> Lenore. And that makes Lane Dale. <laughs> no, you know what? That tracks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did you guys Kirby's secretly a Transformer? That's amazing. I had a weird conversation with my coworker today about a Transformer. So if they're t so if they go into Stasis Lock as a vehicle, will the car still start? And then my coworker's like, guard, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. Cue the roll call. Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Perfect. Show running Super Savant. Rebel up. Bluecaster, Super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster, Robolane. Researcher of the Tokuverse. Ultracaster, Gar. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster, Global Soft Perka. Respecting the source material. Greencaster, Zenshi. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! So what is Herbie the Love Bug anyway? Welcome to I Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 431! Herbie! Right. <laughs> you cut off, say again. I said episode Herbie. Oh, okay. Can someone tell us who actually is the Pokemon of the week? It's Herbie. Yeah. He's secretly oh, a Transformer. It's a Pokemon. Beloved Pokemon Herbie. Actual car. Yeah, Jerry Herbie, or you use Rollout. Here. It's super effective. Okay, since no one wants on? the fucking... Glamiow. It's episode Glamiow. Who do you think's going to win in a fight? Herbie the Love Bug or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I don't know oh, what that second Herbie. thing is. Herbie. I think oh. Herbie like sentient, but Chitty is not, so I don't know. Yeah, Chitty's yeah, but, yeah, 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 but, magic. Yeah, but Chitty Chitty Bang Bang can fly, and it also has Dick Van Dyke. But what yeah. we haven't considered is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I know karate. Yeah, but Herbie had Lindsay Lohan, so... And Michael Keaton. No, no one. And, and Bob, and... Oh, no one... you want... And Bob Hackett. Hmm. Herbie right. has more cameos. Cool, anyways, welcome to Cast Ranger. We're a bunch of sad cats and ducks who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider Super Sentai and a third thing. Emily, yes! And this week we oh have a third thing. That's Ant Cast. Well, uh. Welcome back, everyone, to Metal April 6, Dark Fate. Why isn't it Metal May? Our theme month has a subtitle? I've been going with freaking Terminator references this entire time. I think I may have passed Salvation. Or no, Dark Fate. No, Genesis was the last one. So yeah, we're on Dark Fate. Um, we're going to need a new Terminator movie next. Uh, I mean, Gar, Gar White's not Metal Man. He's like, because uh, shut up. <laughs> They're going to try rebooting it again for like the 20th time. Because we have to leave May open for anime. This time the Terminator is going to also... Be a Terminator. <laughs> I think the reason why we didn't do Metal May is because uh, 
Metal we were doing No, we were still going to Anime North. So we would have had to skip uh, a week of no. the theme month. So that's why we decided to do April instead. Plus, there wasn't sense. really a whole lot of new stuff in April. Yeah. That makes sense. April was sort of like the dry period. <laughs> And what's drier Dr- than the metal. drive? The drive period, if you will. No sand. What? <laughs> I don't like sand. Anyway, it's dark and rough. So it gets this, everywhere. Okay, so this week we're talking about Geats episode thirty, King Ogre <laughs> episode six, and our, and our feature topic is uh, Mega Beast Investigator Just Beyond. Okay, Shock seriously, what the fuck, Gar? Seriously, Gar, what the fuck was this? <laughs> Okay, oh, we'll, we'll get into it. Is what it was. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. But but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this at least. One, I'll tell you this one thing at least. Brazil fucking loves it to the point they made their own original sequel. Not cool. shocked. <laughs> no. Not shocked. Yeah, Brazil, Brazil really loves the Metal Heroes. That explains the video I saw when I looked up the opening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a Spanish dub for some reason. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> How, like, certain things just get really popular in other countries for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kikaider is very popular in Hawaii because it, it got broadcast there. Hawaider? Ooh. Hawaider. <laughs> Hawaider. It's just Kikaider, but in the sunshine Summer gap. Mode. You know, like, the, like, yeah, like, yeah, the glasses, the freaking No, shine it's, literally spray, a freaking of, it's, it's literally a tokufication of Squidward as the volcano man, as the volcano squid from fucking... Krakatoa. 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 <laughs> Palace. You say I don't know why that went into my brain. No, no, Johnny, it's just beyond with a U. Because it's supposed to be justice and champion mixed together. You say potato, I say, what are you doing in my house? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like things will never be the same in parentheses. Too much ketchup on this hamburger. No, my favorite is rock the night in parentheses or day, depending on your availability. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone who doesn't know that, we're talking about failed ninja sex party song titles. I was actually watching that compilation where they were like, Discussing all the titles. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, Space Bear did a few little intros. Those are so good. All right, anyways, oh, Space... we got Space some news awesome. to talk about before we get into the spring of things. Sure. And before we get into oh. the actual news, I just want to let people know that there is a story that came up on my news feed. I'm not going to say what it is because its mere existence is a spoiler for the Shin Kamen Rider movie. So I f- I, my heart goes out to anyone else who saw that post about the figure and was thus spoiled for the existence of something in Shin Kamen Rider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, d- don't don't blame the news articles. Blame Toei for literally just okay. Time to spoil the movie on day one. Yeah, but uh, let's just say that if you know what I'm talking about, you have no idea. Hopefully, that was thinly veiled enough. That was that was a very interesting sentence you just put in. <laughs> If you know what I'm talking about, you have no idea. Wait, 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 have zero chances of actually knowing what it is. There's a better one. All right, let's move on to actual news. So the the first news story. No one gives a shit about Bigfoot. (laughs) The the teaser went out for the next Kamen Rider Outsiders episode, uh, revealing the existence of something that isn't officially named yet, but I think we're all just calling it Bronze Drive or potentially... Blondes drive. I love it. I love I mean, it. It's Earth tones. 
it's it's 2020 no it's 2023 and we have drive content i i'm happy oh it is no, officially no, no, known no. as bronze drive okay that's amazing. no no you guys got you guys got all wrong that's comrade drive type speed but toy studios doesn't care about restoring the suit <laughs> the suit just it's decayed <laughs> it's rusty yeah, rust, it's just, rust just to drive suit. it looks really good though because it's the drive suit the drive suit's fucking amazing so looks like since outsiders is all about villains returning that uh, we're gonna see the return of bono somehow what the fuck is outsiders it is a side series that's happening featuring a bunch of rider villains coming back we've got oja disaster from saber uh dan kuroto tachibana from blade yeah, and they're all teaming up or something to fight a new evil AI writer called Common Rider Zane. And it's Ivana, I think it was the principal to fight another evil guy. Yeah, I think it was it's, the principal it's, character. It's literally the Suicide Squad of Common Riders. That's amazing. Why oh, are we yeah. not watching this? We're waiting for a couple episodes to come up before we talk about it. Oh, okay. That sounds well, awesome. So essentially, we're waiting for the entire oh, thing to Garen? come up so we can okay. talk about it at once. Yeah. However, oh, is Toei it is just being actor. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. So Toei's being assholes and being like, "All right, here's an episode. The next one's coming out in July." <laughs> yeah. Fine. All right. Well, we will talk uh, more about that Red's in a little it? bit. No. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. We have a related story, but anyway. So first on the reveal is the existence of Bronze Drive, or as no doubt the fandom will call him, Blonde's Drive. Blonde's Drive. <laughs> Hashtag Gord Drive. I'm just going to call him Djibouti Dubs because it's the power of Kappa! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, next on the news docket. Uh, it looks like whoever is writing all of the post-series Don Brothers content is someone I need to shake hands with. Because not only did they reveal a while ago that the, the, the Noto have form names for their suits... Now we found out, according to the final live tour, they have actual human first names. Oh. I was like, have you guys seen this? And... Um, so yeah, their names are Claudius Sonoe, Diana Elizabeth Sononi, and Alexander Sonoza. I'm so fucking mad that Alexander wasn't Sonoe's name, because that would have made him the perfect character for me. Oh. As a musical theater fan, the only thing going through my head is Alexander Sonoza. <laughs> my name is Alexander Sonoza. Sonoza. And I'm really and I'm really invested in this girl's manga. Yeah, there's a million mangas I haven't edited. And there's a million stuff I haven't kicked. Just give me time. <laughs> and Alexander is my middle name, so I know what you're talking about, CO2. Alexander Sonoza. Alexander yes. Sonoza. <laughs> For a moment, it works. This it's is so, so dumb. A long moment there. I forgot your first name was Christopher, and I thought your first name was Alexander as well. So when you said that, I was I was gonna say like, wait, your name is Alexander Alexander. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I'm more curious as to why Optimus Prime is trending. One of my because one the, of my bosses at work. The Sonic the Hedgehog is also trending. Gar, it's Optimus. He probably died again. One of my, <laughs> one of my bosses at work found out my name's actually Donald, so now he calls me Donald sometimes. We're just doxing oh, everyone's names today, oh, aren't we? Just, 
outing yourself now, huh? <laughs> I was like, are these dogs everyone's first name? Dude, there? I haven't I haven't cared about that shit in years. <laughs> That's sort of funny. You click on Optimus Prime for trending. First person that pops up, Neil Kaplan. <laughs> Earth Tone Man watched watch your booty dubs. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yep. Okay, so yeah, that's cool. Much We have more interesting information regarding the Noto. And speaking of Don Brothers, we have another bit of information that came out as per the trailer for the Don Brothers vs. Zenkaidra movie. There we go. And I paused the trailer at this one specific frame because yeah. I was right! I mean, yeah. The Kaito in Don Brothers is not the original Kaito! No, no, it is not. Not once! Not once in this whole last year Don't did my belief ever falter that I was right! <laughs> and finally, vindication! Good. Oh yeah, Ichi. Like a trailer's never lied to us before. You get a queen clap. Yeah, but if they were lying, wouldn't they have made a big like a big deal out of showing us that instead of it just being in a shot that went by really fast? No. It, 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 yeah. Some you hear Zuran saying, or like, "Oh my God, there's two Kaitos." That's what you. Think. Well, if it's just the same Kaito, just disguised. Yeah. <sighs> what if it's just Kaito doing? What if he's? What if it's the same Kaito and the other one's just just the dummy? Like what if he as went to the Kira Major world, took the Kira Major stone dummy item, and made a clone of himself? Fuck you! <laughs> as much as I want to refute that. This show slash movie would fucking do something that stupid. Yup. It's the god tier writing of Don Brothers for you. Kaito uses the Kaku Ranger Sentai gear and makes oh a clone of himself. <laughs> uses the Gemini Kutama. One of the shows of all time. I, I like. <laughs> all jokes aside, I genuinely can't remember the last time I was so excited for a fucking tokusatsu movie. Not because uh, I week. think it will be good, but just because I have such spite and hate inside me that I can't wait to see what questions they choose to answer. None of them. Not a single one. <laughs> they an they answer fact, more. none. That would be none. on brand for Don Brothers. Sounds about right. Yeah. Like, did Kaito's dad drop him as a kid? All right, so we got a bit of information on the plot of the movie here. So it looks There's like they're... A plot? Uh, yeah, well, so what they resemble a plot. Uh, the teaser, the trailer teased that we will finally learn the true identity of Zenkaiser Black. Uh, the movie's divided into three acts, the Zenkaiser Act, the Don Brothers Act, and the Versus Act. In Zenkaiser's side, team returns to Candy Cafe Colorful after their journey. There is a new Kashiwamochi world, as in the monster, and Zox becomes the Kashiwamochi king and the ruler of Zenkaitopia. Sorry, I'm out. <laughs> Honest, <laughs> that that was nonsense. Understandable. I, I want Kashiwamochi is like a Japanese snack food. No, so... I, I know what Kashiwamochi okay. is. I just saw that there was a guy named Zox. Oh yeah, he's the sixth ranger. But Zenkaitopia. It's not his first name. That's the big thing. His last name is Gold Tweaker. Yeah, he's the Zox Gold Tweaker. Yeah, 
Yep, he's the Gold Ranger. He stole his design from the Gokaijers. Yeah, he he pirated Gokaijers' design to make his own form. Literally. And his sister is somehow Wait. able to recreate Sentai gears without an explanation. <laughs> and you see, you see why I'm so happy brothers. with I didn't even and watch this show, and already I'm mad. <laughs> and, then they have, and then they have twin brothers that are SD Gundams. That's him. Oh, and he has a really annoying song. I still want that to be in that in the crossover movie. That's the suit. Just, just, just mm -hmm. Park is just cleaning up, and all you just hear is him start singing. He says, <laughs> "I finally found you," and Kaito's just like, "Oh shit." Just in you know case what? that wasn't audible, Paul no. sees the gold, the fucking two Kaiser suit, and goes, "That's stupid. It's really dumb." <laughs> like, and oh, it Kevin, be. Kevin loves two Kaiser. Like, it looks fine. It's the red. I don't like the red. The red right? It's so needless. It it provides nothing. <laughs> it provides literally it's... nothing. And I, I I get it. You want to have what? Uh, maybe purple, like a dark purple or something like that. Like I don't know. But or or just make it black. Someone show him the flint version. But Paul, we get to hear Tomokazu Seki yell out "Yo ho!" It's awesome. Oh yeah, and he dances. He dances. Oh, guys, remember no gifts. No no get no oh, toko yeah, no gifts. No toko gifts. Yeah, no, no toko gifts. Okay. Anyway, uh, so as for the Don Brothers section, oh, it's been a year since Taro left. The five companions continue their fight with Jiro as their leader, while leading oh. fulfilling private lives. What the fuck does that mean? Wait. Fulfilling jobs. private lives? It's so specific. Yeah, they got jobs. Taro regains his memories, visits Cafe Donbra. They uh, they ask him to leave the Don Brothers, and then we have the Kikaiki. Oh yeah, there's the the female version of the Two Kaiser suit. Yeah, Two Kaiser Flynn. Again, the extra color is so unnecessary, and it provides nothing. The color coordination on these suits are awful. Like, really bad. Uh, Kikaiki appears, attacks Taro. An incident breaks out in the two worlds. They are connected by the edge that transcends dimensions. Blah, blah, blah. Santai crossover. Why does that... You transcend dimensions. And then they each I'm get their, each other's super forms. You know what? Again, the yep. purple. The, the, pur the magenta, it, it brings nothing. The, the suit magenta. itself looks great. If, if, if it wasn't for the magenta and the weird off-putting red gloves. Mazenta. Mazenta. Alright, anyways, moving on. Uh, so, we had Don Onitaijin the toy, and now we're getting what I will refer to as Gold on Onitaijin. I swear to god, I thought that was a Megazord for the fucking Gold Saints. What the hell is that? That's the Don Brothers Megazord, I but plated it. in gold! I hate it. Yeah, they did that with uh, they did that with Tokyo as well. Yep, it's all gold. I don't like it. It's so, probably a limited run. It's currently in display at the Don Brothers Final Live Tour. Uh, they confirmed that it will be DX size, but we don't yet have price or release date. Nine thousand yen. Expensive. Fucking probably. Nine hundred thousand yen. <laughs> so nine hundred dollars. I don't know. 500,000 yen. So $500. Yes. Because okay. it's made of all gold. If it's 500,000 yen, that's $5,000. No, is it? Okay. There's, there's, oh. there's no info on price or release Wait, date, I that, just said. There's no way that's actually made of gold. It's gold plated. No, 
Oh, Gorgeous ornamental yeah. gold plated. No, dude, that's I, way it, too much. It, it's like um. The Megazord uh, turned to solid gold. <laughs> it's like the transmetal uh, transformers. Great. Now I'm just imagining like fucking a, a, a fight between someone else and Saluk on the fucking shoulder of that <laughs> mech. The hand of Vitus is mine. The hand of Taro. <laughs> All right. And also, the life of you, Ranger. <laughs> and right. I'm over here, like, yeah, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, in Saber News, they have announced the release of the Common Rider Tassel Ride book. I love that book. It's fucking nightmare fuel. It's a pink <laughs> reskin of Common Rider Lupin from Drive. It's fucking nightmare fuel, the book. The book is <laughs> the called. Book yeah, the book is called Tassel Dark. And he uses the blade driver, the one that uh, Phoenix uses. All of them I use the Phoenix also one. don't like it. Okay, uh, quick, quick question. Over and over again. Uh -huh. what, what was the Deno, Deno belt called? It was literally just called the, the Deno belt. The Deno belt. Okay, because I was thinking about it today at work. Because I had the bend pieces that were called drivers. So I just started thinking about drivers from common rider I'm like, they, they the only ride the only rider decade that started the only rider that had a driver by the name driver before decade was fies oh was it a fies driver i thought it was called the, called the fies gear fies gear is the name of the collective set of items the fies driver oh. was the name of specifically the belt okay nothing beats the when drive was announced and everyone just went so does that mean we're getting the drive driver and then they they announced it and everyone was happy yeah <laughs> it's like yes but yeah so they're putting out the tassel dark wonder ride book and it's a reskin of the omniforce and uh grimoire ride books as we can see from the border of the front of it oh god it's his form yeah oh well, that actually makes I think Paul would like tassel comrade <laughs> tassel would... was only in the saber final stage event yeah Oh, that wow. explains the reuse oh, yeah. of the common rider. That's the belt suit. that original. He uses Tassel uses the same belt, which is this guy's original belt. What's what's that book there? Uh, that's Eternal Phoenix. Oh, okay. So that's Blades. Eternal Phoenix. Blades' uh, final form, yeah. No, this is a he's a one Saber, form sorry. original movie writer. Oh, oh. Yeah. Cool. Although he did show up in the series later this later in the series. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, they're basically to pair off with the announcement of the Tassel Dark ride book because he uses the Blade Driver. They're release re-releasing the Haken Blade Driver and Mumeken Kiyomu set. See how that's dope. Ah, uh, Bach. That's dope as shit. Yeah, he was a movie villain rider who then showed up later in the show. Mm, that's also cool. And then his suit got repainted into a he movie I still have yet to see. He that was movie played was by really Alpha, good. Amazon Alpha. Yeah. Oh, oh, I watched the Durandal Sable special. It was shit. Why? There was <laughs> no purpose to yeah, this. Yeah, no, right? it sucked balls. The closest thing they did to anything interesting was swap books for special attacks at the end, and even that Guys, was kind of mad. We can't say it enough. Saber sucks. No, 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 oddly enough, this sounds like a lot of relationships. <laughs> All right, so anyways, back on topic. The Tassel Dark Wonder Ride Book, Premium Bandai, web exclusive, 4,400 yen, releasing in October. 
and the re-release of the Mume Ken Kiyomu and Haken Blade Driver with the Eternal Phoenix Wonder Ride book. 6,600 yen in September. Premium and cool. exclusive. Gonna because no one fucking cares. <laughs> Open the wonder force of the dark. Come in, Naida Tassel. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a reskin of uh, of Solomon and and Storius. So it's like opens a wonder force of the dark. Come and ride it, Tassel. Question. That's cool. In terms of uh, ride books, in uh-huh. uh, did they ever did they ever have one called Hero's Journey? Uh, there was Sight Journey. That would have been so good. Oh, it's so Which bad. was Journey to the West. Oh. Okay. I have it, actually. Oh, okay. Not, not what I'm describing, but yeah. I, I, I just thought to myself, that's so easy, and it would be a great, like, you I know, don't think they ever did one explicitly called d- Just Hero's d- Journey. Yeah. Damn it. D- d- damn it, Paul. Now I want that. <laughs> right? Where he's an old school writer, and he's, like, he uses Hero's Journey. Damn it. They could have used that for like one of the retro rider books, you know. Mm-hmm. I will say the Ichigo's book. I will say the art of Comrade Tassel, like when the book is open, is pretty fucking detailed. I like the book, like a the, lot. It's kind of cool. I can't believe they actually went out of their way to make right. New artwork I blocked that the, character like, for out the of my stage. Memory. I literally blocked that character out of my memory. I was just like, oh right, him. Ah! <laughs> Close it back up! Close Weft, it back up! Weft Hassel's the main bad guy in Outsiders. I don't know. It's like a fucking weird Zoolord. <laughs> Alright, next on the news docket, speaking of Saber, oh, and also, and also a form that is debuting in Kamen Rider Outsiders. Surprise, surprise, it's Kamen Rider Disast. Yet another goddamn writer using his own name as his writer name. Oh, hey, Okay, sick. but you have to admit... This is a pretty fucking nice design. The suit no, design I, is not terrible. I am, I am shoved right now. So that's what the character looks like, uh, like normally. That's his monster form, disaster. Sorry, Emily, you were cutting out. What were you just saying there? No, I just said I think that his name is too cool for it to not be disaster even as a writer. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm here for everything this guy is. All like of the riders in Saber need to be names of swords. That was the point. Yeah, point. <laughs> Swords. <laughs> Nature's knives. True. So yes. Nature's So this is yet another brand new Seiken that comes out of nowhere. The Koku Ranken Shikoku. The basically the black sword. Can, really I, cool. can I get any more vowels with that name? <laughs> and the and the Wonder Ride book he uses is Gaikotsu Ninja Den, which I believe is Skeleton Ninja Story. He looks like, Say he, looks the like he's from the black. So what? It's like it's Kenzon, Fuma, and fucking fifteen all rolled into one book. <laughs> Kinda. It, that okay. sword looks like what Skeletor would use if he was summoning the power of Grayskull. The emblem on the sword, like the emblem for Comrade Disaster, for the kind of looks like Buster's emblem. Yeah, like I could see them retooling it. It's not very original. You know, you know what that emblem reminds me of, Gar. You know that evil what? Ultraman, Belial. Oh, Belial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, gives, it gives me those yeah. vibes. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I like that book too. Oh, and it's one of the the ride book itself is the Dragonic Knight style, where the panels slide out. Ooh, I like those ones. That's cool. There's a wolf, a ninja, and a skeleton. I still love that this is a thing. 
What I'm curious Wild. is how the hell do they get sounds out for the new Seiken out of the... Oh, you know what? It probably just all comes out of the book. Yeah, it definitely comes out of the book. Yeah. Yeah, do it by the book. Yep. Uh, so, yes. Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 5,500 yen, October release. So that is the book and the Seiken emblem. It's Death so far away. Rare disaster dying outsiders. I wonder what the hell sound it makes when you scan the emblem on the tip of the blade, because that's how it switches between the Seiken. Yeah. I'm not oh. sure. Because it definitely won't it's have the that... sounds for the new sword name, because they came up with that after the fact. <laughs> it's you weird that the it was yellow... a sword, but it was I, Belial. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. As someone with a very nearly complete Saber collection of Wonder Ride books, kind of tempted. I really like it. I like the sword, is it, too. Is it weird to say I would love to have a figure of disaster? Of his monster form or the rider form? Yeah, yeah, of his, of his monster form. Yeah. I mean, it, it I accomplishes mean, made... what it sets out to do, design-wise, I think. I mean, like, they made they made a vice in Love Cove, so why not make a a disaster. Well, because Vice and Love Cove mattered in the story. Oh. <laughs> hey, you got ointment for that burn? All right. And our next news story. So, no spoilers about Shin Kamen Rider itself, but the director Hideaki Anno revealed at a stage event uh, a teaser of a possible sequel. Oh, okay. Ooh. I'm fascinated. Prior okay. to revealing... Prior oh, to I didn't get a... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just... I'm, first. I'm surprised that Shin Godzilla never got, still hasn't gotten a sequel. And it never will. <laughs> Why? It's just a thing of Toho's moving on. That's it. That, that, that's all they wanted to do. Are they never that's doing fair. Godzilla ever again? But I can see them expanding on Shin Kamen Rider. I mean, like, you could do an Ichiranji movie, you can move on to a V3 movie. I mean, Nigo's in the first a... movie, as far as I've heard. Right. So yeah, yeah but Nigo also, you, it would be a, a bit of an illusion to the fact that Nigo kind of took over the show for quite a while. Could be. Yeah, I'd But be it's going to be about on... Vistra! So... Yeah, no, I'd love, that, I'd love to, because... The, the first Kamen Rider and V3 are connected to one another, so I would actually like a trilogy of movies where one is about Hongo, one is about Ichimanji, and one is about V3. That'd be cool. I'd love that. So I, I, I totally can't wait for the sequel to Shin. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> okay. So prior to revealing details about said possible sequel, Ano revealed that for the first time in over 30 years, his future is a blank slate. He has no upcoming projects thus far. I've worked so much that I want to take a break, he states. Um, when asked oh, about a... no, that's on you for being a perfectionist. <laughs> when asked about a possible sequel, he revealed that when he was developing the pitch for the film, he left things open for a sequel. He has many ideas in mind, including the tentative title, Shin Kamen Rider Masker World. That sounds off. That sounds dumb. Um... <laughs> Really what is this a Mario movie. level? In this hypothetical sequel, it would involve the Japanese government and Shocker, of all things. What is Shocker? 
This prompted the actors to exclaim, Are you even allowed to say that? You know what? I mean, they didn't do it with Shocker, but they, they that's basically the plot of Kamen Rider Black Sun, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's funny. The government of Shocker would be involved in a plot pointing original Kamen yeah, I, oh, so basically they're saying that would be controversial, but they want to adapt to a particular point in the manga. Okay, cool. Yeah. Neat. I need to read the original Kamen Rider manga. It's available through uh, a giant-ass omnibus. Really? Yes, Um, through, not Kraken releasing, but, uh, hang on, Kamen Rider. Furious typing. Omnibus. I don't... You know what? I don't care. I love my clickety clacks. Just like the Omniforce Wonder Red. Oh, come on. Image. Copy. <laughs> That's not the right photo, but okay. It's Belial again! I turned myself into a pickle altar man! I'm Pickle Belial! <laughs> That no. was excellent. Anyways, I, I, that's I, the I news. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why does that look like a great big smile? Because it's always looked like that. <laughs> it's like, hey! Because it's a cricket. Yeah, they, what they, the fuck? They also, they also did uh, Go Ranger. Yep. Wow, they are I, very buff in the chest area. <laughs> I will have to get those. I, those I are some know. round <laughs> rangers. I don't know how much they are, but I will have to get those. Oh, they're like 10, 15 bucks. Really? For like the whole thing? Yeah. The whole thing, it's like stupidly cheap. Really? Yeah. Give me with a but, link but, for that later. But, but, but keep in mind, keep in mind one thing. Mm -hmm. It's dummy thick. Oh, Jesus. I don't care. That's there's, only 10 bucks. There's the Wonder it. Ride book for you. I'm here for it. I'd buy that. Yeah, now let's all go buy the Kuga manga with the terrible Google Translate. The Kuga it has manga? Google Translate. Google. No, it was translated Wait, by Google Translate. <laughs> it is for Google Translate. Yeah, so, okay, so, quickly for a derail. The people that released the Kuga manga internationally decided to rush it out and do it with Google Translate. Oh, so, yeah, we talked about that. I remember it. It was so, so fucking so, awful. So nothing makes sense. <laughs> the phrasing's all wrong. And now they have to reprint the first two volumes with correct translations. Yep. Woof. Yeah, it was quick for them at first, but it just gives you more work in the end, so... Come on, Pants! Just do it! And the guy that wrote uh, Zero One comic right now was like, you guys should be more appreciative that you're actually getting this. It's like, says the man that ruined Optimus Prime. <laughs> Woof. Alright, well, that is the news. Let's get on to our episode discussions for the week, starting with Geats. Well, surprise, sir fucking surprise. Who could have seen it coming? That, that oh my god, Gates' mom is the goddess of creation! What Holy fucking shit! My fucking mind is blown! I did not see this coming None at of all. Us predicted this at all! What right, guys, the guys, fuck, I heard about this, I, I heard it just, this weird thing, right? So it's 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 this it, film principle. It's really obscure, but it's called planting and fucking payoff. <laughs> you guys heard of this thing? 
like geats is jesus no the thing is like i said during this uh, during one of the episodes that we were watching today i don't remember which one but i said to myself imagine if geats is actually jesus <laughs> like he makes reference to like uh, being around since one anno domini and i'm just like that's really specific geats are you jesus are you geats <laughs> Like, are you, you wound up in Rome. Are you Jesus? <laughs> is that what this is? The uh, problem is that, he, is. Decker, is that Jesus' name is not even close to Ace. Yeah, unless his name was Ace Jesus. Ace Jesus Christ. Christ. We know this. Ace Christ. Ace Jesus. Christ. Jesus' lesser known brother. <laughs> oh my <Hello> God. Bob. <laughs> I, I, actually learned, I actually learned this week that Jesus did have sisters, apparently. Speaking of sisters, Decker shared something that I feel is worth discussion. Since the goddess is Ace's mom and she created Neon, does that make Ace and Neon siblings? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Which makes it really, really uncomfortable when you remember that at the start of the show, Ace tried to hit on her. No, that's not what this is. <laughs> No, that would kind of, that would kind of understand, that kind of makes sense as to probably why he he's like trying to protect her so much now. Have you noticed that? Would, he's like trying to protect he, her a lot. He wouldn't, he wouldn't know that, Lane. No, he clearly doesn't. No, it's Ace. It's, it's like not he something he's conscious of, for sure. But like, it's something I planned for Neon to be created so I could have a sister at some point. Guys, it was all wants, part of my plan. Guys, nobody wants the fucking Luke and Leia twist, okay? <laughs> We're not talking about the Star Wars thing yet. Oh, oh George, you, you wrote yourself into such a fucking weird spiral. What happened? What? Well, so he he made he made in, in Empire Strikes Back that like Luke and Leia sort of had a thing, and then in Return of the Jedi, it's like oh they're twin they're twins. No, Whoops. I know that. I just thought that was some new revelation that you were talking about. No, no, no. no I just think I, it's funny that George Lucas like he wrote these movies and he already like fucked himself whoops. over. <laughs> um. So interesting thing. So in. Paul has been watching Geats from the start in order to get caught up so we can like have full context for everything. And I gotta mm -hmm. say, re-watching Geats with context from later episodes has been eye-opening. And I gotta say, starting in the future and going to the past for the context has been an experience, I have to say. There were clues. In Vegas, I planned for a little girl to die so I could have a sister. Like, literally. <laughs> it, Ace kidnapped her! Like, literally, oh, my, my entire experience has been... Oh, no, uh, please not that. Oh, oh, that's how it, that, that's how it goes. I, I noticed. No, two, I, trust, I, I don't want Ace to be a child murderer. <laughs> That'd no. be awful. I noticed no. two major plot points that were, like, very clearly hinted at, but we had no context and didn't pick up on them. First off, so we establish in the early series that when the writers lose their memories, they get them back when they touch their ID cores. Yet, there are several instances where Ace, before he has touched his ID core, knows what's going on. All of the times yep. where Tsumuri comes up and goes, congratulations, you're a common writer. And he goes, I know. It's because his mother is the source of the power. There's more about that that you haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. But that was the first clear indicator that Ace clearly had more going on than the others. 
And the other major plot point that I was able to glean from early show with fresh context is the reason for Neon's wish. Her, she wished for real love, quote unquote, because as we see in this episode, her father wished for her creation and thus she she's not a replacement for Akari. She is a being that had that he had created for purely business purposes. So yeah, he has order- no love for her. Or is he in order to- a new, better daughter for business purposes only? <laughs> to increase their profits by marrying someone from the future. So subconsciously, she her desire for real love was must have been because she in some way knew. I love the fact it, that... Like, it, it's, be- it's, cl- it's because, like, as we see in this episode, the dad reveals that ever since neon was created he never loved her because he couldn't bring himself to love a daughter again after akari died so that's why neon wanted real love because none of her family loved her and that also that also explains why in the early episodes they talk about how neon was never allowed to date because they did they had plans to marry her off to one of the sponsors from the future I fucking love the fact that in the middle of his angsty monologue, he just goes, think of the profits. <laughs> you can fucking dollar signs just fucking like all yeah. over his eyes. Like, yeah, it's just, oh. like, think of how it'll advance the, co- think of how it'll advance the Karama co- Corporation. My God, this is a venture of a lifetime. Although, like, on one <laughs> hand, we, we get the explanation for why the dad never loved the daughter, but then you have to realize that the mom's memories got overwritten, so she actually did think that Neon was her daughter. So it wasn't a case of the mom never loving the daughter, the mom was just a bitch. Yeah. That, that was fucked up, though, when, like, yeah. she makes her, like, touch the memory, and then she just, like... That fucking scream. That was some good acting. Oh, my God. I will say that, like that's that was some really really good acting on her part. It's a really tense scene, and it's some pretty good television. It's part of what's oh, making me yeah, come just... back for this because bits of like, a lot of this is just genuinely really good television. Just I'm... fucking neon running away, and you just see her like fucking crying her fucking eyes out because she just like doesn't know what to fucking believe anymore. Remember in the early show where she kept trying to leave home and run away from home. She got no. what she wanted. <laughs> but in, right. in the okay, okay, so I know we're going to, going ahead of it on this, but I have to give Kuhn fucking big brain props for being like, yeah, I can't like really say how I really feel because I keep saying the opposite. So he wrote down in a letter how he feels and then just read that aloud to her. <laughs> that was genius. I wrote you a poem. That is something that I've actually done because a lot of the time I can't put things into words out loud. So I have to write them down and then read out what I wrote. And I've never actually seen that in anything. So it was interesting seeing that happen with Kuhn. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That was awesome, though. Good moment. Um, All right. So let's see what else is worth talking about here. So, so yeah. The major continues to tell Baroba to go fuck herself. (laughs) I love it. And we got a bit more context on Michinaga's goal, which is kind of what we felt that was 
happening all along. Yeah, so yeah, he just wants to take down the DGP entirely. Yeah, like we knew yeah. someone was going to do that eventually, but yeah. it makes it totally checks out. I was saying like a week or two weeks ago, like or like that. That's what he wants to do. He wants to get rid of the DGP so no one can suffer like this ever again, the same way his friend did. And he just hates how everyone makes really stupid, selfish wishes. Oh yeah, no, that too. Because you know, aren't we all the heroes of our own journey? Yeah. And, the only and, written and, down is that oh. motto is defeated. You, you see Archie trying to save its life by throwing water on it, but then it's like <laughs> that works. So it's like I need to give you special fertilizer. He like holds up his hand like he's gonna either give him blood or like. No, no he's, he's got his hand off. He's gonna chop <laughs> his fucking arm off, and I don't like where yeah. that's going. But uh. Sorry, because I was a uh, my sister. I wanted to chat with me, so I had to mute myself for a bit. Uh, yeah, neon crying as she's walking away for luggage. That kind of wasn't the best acting. Well, slowed down too. So, so the, you know what they really needed? Remember the cut scene from Don Brothers where Kijino gets back to his house, and like he's just so depressed, it gets to the point where he. Like he goes to the floor and just starts crying. Yeah. But they had to cut it because it was too depressing for a kid's show. Oh, yeah. And, we and then. Something like that. <laughs> and, and then there was Kawa. He, he, he was, was there. Remember when Kawa was, was the protagonist he, of this show? He has just been taking the back fucking seat these well, yeah, last few episodes. He's been giving everyone else their turn to have character development. In the same mm. way that he's always given them their turn to have boosts. Was, um, that Ellen Kuhn shredded the letter up and like just was finally able to speak his sincere feelings and then he transformed into the winged lion common rider form the little bits of letter were like feathers floating around in the sky that's good i also that's i also cool. fully enjoyed how when he finally started speaking him from the heart instead of from his letter the first thing he came up with was a mewtwo speech from pokemon the movie yeah <laughs> literally <It kind> just... <laughs> same speech <laughs> Well, yeah, it's that's some deep shit, man. Yeah. From a kid's movie. <laughs> you know what? I, I can top it with a better quote. Okay. Your story may have not had a happy beginning, but that doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of the story who you choose to be. I thought you were going to say that doesn't mean you can't have a happy ending. No, no, it's a quote from Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah, yeah, you'd know if you watched it, AJ! No. <laughs> Actually seen any of the Kung Fu Pandas. Me either. They're excellent. Oh, also... they're, they're, they're an amazing trilogy that will become a quadrilogy soon. Yeah, Seth Rogen plays a mantis. <laughs> yep. The other bit that was funny, while Kuhn was reading his letter, I just wanted him to end it with, It's snowing on Mount Fuji. No, that would be the middle one. Love it's snowing on Mount Fuji is seven, so... That's the joke. Oh. Dan is bad at haiku. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, and then and then we also, like, get a scene where, like, the Game Master's talking to uh, What's-Her-Face, and she's like, did you know? And he's like, yeah, I just didn't think it was going to be revealed this way. Drama! Uh, any, anyways, you keep doing your fucking job. <laughs> so can I just point one thing out right now? Why do the why do all of the the villains in this particular arc look like the fucking cast of Spy Family? I mean, Shiramu's not a villain. He's like the game master of the DGP. sure, but he looks like that one guy from Spy Family and the main villain who's like, oh, I love despair. I'm just like, you, you 
Why did they design you to look exactly like fucking Yor? Oh, yeah, he was saying Samuri looks like Yoru. Yeah, and also, yeah, and then all, oh, and then yeah. other guy. I'm just like, these guys are, are all just literally the cast of Spy Family. I, I am not, you know, after this episode, I'll fully admit, I'm not a fan of Baroba. She, she feels like a mean girl. I always hated Baroba. She's a bitch. I mean, we found she's actually 350 years old, so. So she's an old bitch. So she's a, ter she's a terrible Yzma. So yeah, she's an old bitch. So what you're trying to say is that she's had a lot of time to develop, hasn't <laughs> A writer? He's supposed to be dead! <laughs> How did I henchen into something bigger than you? I don't know. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. Pull the levers! Pull the levers, Sparrow! Pull the levers! <laughs> or to save money in, in services, I'll just tell all the fans that she's not real. Oh my god. Oh, the, the, oh, uh, Ace's buckle, the, the buckle for Ace. The buckle, buckle. Cho chosen specifically right, to weaken Ace. the magnum Ace. buckle, Ace's the buckle that allows Ace to turn to magnum. Got you covered. That magnum. Yes, <laughs> that magnum. I also, so yeah. Winner, loser. So yeah, Kuhn shows up to help ne uh, Neon and transforms into common Rider Kuhn. And I just love that, like, out of nowhere, like, he just walks up to Neon and he goes, Bleh, and fucking spits out a boost buckle. That was inside me this entire time. <laughs> and then, and then, H.E., H.E., you'll be with me on this. And he just, Ride me! Ride me! And yes, it took 30 fucking episodes, but we finally got Nago Beat Boost. Yeah, and hey, where the was, fuck did okay. that spear come from? Yeah, that was like the like the raise riser turned into a spear. <laughs> Jesus. And I I, I will like, say this: you know how all of the all of the he sots tend to have like tactical something blah blah. Uh huh. That was the only time it's been tactical. <laughs> like, can we just throw that out there? It's just like, yeah, she's got a warp ability. She can, like, jump between portals and shit. And I'm just like, okay, that's tactical. Every other time, tactical slash or some shit like that. You're just, it's just a slash. <laughs> tactical fire. There's no tactics. Rock fire. <laughs> You're just hitting something. I think, that's not I, I think my favorite instance was the time Buffa used Magnum and he just, like, has a dude kicked up against the wall, point blanks the rifle to the face, Tactical blast. That's not oh. tactical at all. You're just point blank <laughs> shooting a guy in the face. Michi Naga is anything but tactical. Paul has also been thoroughly enjoying the arc of everyone gets boost before Kewa does. Yes, I just like, oh, so there's a formula. I see. <laughs> Kewa, yeah, I, Kewa oh. always manages to pull boost out of the gotcha, but always gives it to someone. <laughs> Yep, or gets tricked. Yeah, that too. Usually, usually the trick. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm giving him a bit more credit than I think he deserves. But you know what? I'm gonna put some respect on my boy's name. <laughs> yeah, I, I I liked Kuhn's confession to Neon. Yeah, because it's like like everything that he said made sense. It's like I know how you feel. No, you don't. I do. You're getting choppy, Gar. Um, Neon. I'm going to give you a heartfelt emotional speech in MLA format. Um, <laughs> it's in, it's, as you were saying, it's in iambic pentameter. Yes. <laughs> I wrote it in iambic pentameter. It's been, it's been peer reviewed, double spaced, intricate. 
I, I have a full bibliography. Footnotes, references, citations. Absolutely. No plagiarism. <laughs> then proceeds to rip it up and quote Mewtwo. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. Pokemon the first movie said it best. <laughs> I heard nothing that you said except for that last bit because Discord decided to just glitch out for a moment. Same thing. When you were talking, it got glitchy. <laughs> So say what you said again. Oh, just uh, I liked Kuhn's confession to Neon mainly because how he could relate to her on how like everyone in the future has their own purpose and like is already like birthed to be who they are uh, on who they're supposed to be. So I can understand where you're coming from and I am here for you for that. If anything, this episode just makes me more pissed about what happened to Jean. After after Geets and Jean had their little emotional scene, Jean goes, "All right, fuck it, I'm leaving. Bye." But I guess Kuhn well, is just gonna stick go around. He's gonna go do a movie. Wait, yeah, Kay was like, "Hey, let's go home." I don't have a home. I don't so have a like, home. Anymore. Okay, no, no, you. Know, I like I like that. She's she's not fully there yet. Yeah. I was waiting for him to go. I was waiting for him to ask her to stay with him and his sister. That's what I was thinking too. It's like, well, because why don't you just go stay with that would, capital, or go that, stay. Would, that would capitalize on a thing that he said in the most recent episode that I watched, where he was like, "Of course, as long as we, as long as we're fighting for world peace, of course you'll be able to have food with them again and stuff like that." I was hoping for that to come full circle and to have her like, like have him say, "Stay with my family." There have been, like, little bits every now and then sprinkled throughout the series hinting at possible K-1 neon romance. But I don't even mean about a romance. I, I I'm just saying as a related point. I Yeah, I was just I, I was just saying that, like, that would have been a good thing to follow up on. And, and it's funny that we stopped on that episode. Yeah. Because I, I think that would have been a great thing for them to follow up on. Because that, that would have been some, again, that super uncommon thing in film theory planting and payoff like yeah. that would i i would have i would have appreciated a moment where he goes yes you do come on and he takes her and he takes her home to his sister and yeah they live together and that sibling gravu yeah or or you know she could go live at the d at the dgp she's probably gonna camp at the dgp he wouldn't good be the first ernie time bar. good old ernie yeah. juice bar mm. yeah mm. Why not bring back, uh, what's her name? The other Yo. female, uh, writer. Sai? Yeah, okay. well, why don't she, yeah, Wolfful. No, but I think that that would have been, so, oh, Lopo. Have been some they don't, great, uh, they, character development. They don't have a reason to bring her back, at least not currently. Yeah, they do. She, they were friends. I just think that they sowed seeds for that, and I would have liked to yeah. capitalize on it. I will say the also, shot of I, Archie. I Sorry, go ahead. Also, I do apologize in advance. There is a train going by, or it's the guy with the truck who has the train horn. No, no, that's yep. a truck. Find his truck. There's a guy in your neighborhood who has a truck that he just put a train horn into. That's a power yes. move. That is some tiny dick energy. <laughs> Not wow. only is it a pickup truck, but it's got a train horn. That is microscopic dick energy. <laughs> Also, will... What are the odds that both episodes of Common Rider and Sentai have the word Prince in their titles? Yeah, that is <laughs> Prince. Episode week. thirty, the Prince within those letters. Episode six of uh, King Oger, the Prince returns. 
I guess it's just Prince Week. Oh. Um, I will say I laughed my ass off at that scene where Archie is like desperately pouring water onto the dying Jamato that had half of its body blown off. Can I just like, say I, that it's really fucking awkward to, to be in a conversation with you and have to deal with the fact that someone in the show's name is Archie? Because <laughs> we watch Riverdale. Yeah. Well, we're just <laughs> calling him that for short. His actual name is Archie Metal. Yeah, it's but true. For too annoying to say, so we call him Archie. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Sorry, we, we, oh, you, when we when we were talking about Kamen Rider Zio, we 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 had this character named Sukiyomi, but we just started calling her Soup. That was no, like, I remember I remember soup. no, I called her Soup by episode one. Yeah, I remember Soup. That was the funniest shit. I don't know oh, why Sukiyomi is a pretty common thing in anime and Tokusatsu and stuff. I, I don't understand why you fuck it. I'll call her I, Soup. I was, you, you can't I imagine. Think I was just fed up for today. Imagine all the times I'm confusing my FF14 guild when I keep calling Tsukuyomi from 14 soup and no one in Roma has <laughs> any fucking clue what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's such an inside joke with oh, our show. Crap. Now I'm thinking about Naruto and I never fucking Itachi uses the Tsukuyomi. I'm just imagining his Sharingan turn on. It's like soup. Soup. Uh, but, but yeah, ah! pretty decent episode, but lot, so, some scenes could have been worked better, and the fighting at the end was sort of eh. Fighting? There was no fighting! <laughs> uh, like, it was, it, it felt, I can't believe I'm going to say this, it felt like a Michael Bay movie. It was all in your face, but you couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I have a problem with the cinematography in this show, and it really is to do with the bullet time and how much they tend to focus on the still shots in the fights. Like, no. when they're just kind of, like... Right? Like yeah. they hold it for too long. He saw... He watched that episode with the pairs thing, and then the, the, the moment where Tycoon and Buffa both kill the same suit at the same time, and they have that GoPro shot that lasts way too yeah, fucking long. Yeah, like, I, I know you guys can't see me, but I was, like, spinning my hand, and I was like, well... We're come waiting! On. <laughs> come on! <laughs> Give me the payload, jizz on my face! <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait, no. No, finish. Oh, come on. Tactical finish. finish. Christ, no. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, next week is uh, Ace learning the truth about his mom. Well, so, so his mom's just been hiding from him this entire time. <laughs> Not my choice. <laughs> no, 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 it's been a deliberate choice. Whenever he writes on the desire card, I want to see my mom. She she leaves him on read and uh, waits until he pops up another conversation. I mean, I think it's Niram who's refusing those wishes because there was that one shot a few episodes ago where Niram is looking at all Ace's wishes and they're like, "Why did you allow that one?" Oh crap! Now I'm imagining the fucking piece of paper he finishes writing. I want to see my mom on it. It goes blank and just words. Nope. No words appear on a new phone. Who dis? <laughs> new DGP. Who dis? <laughs> no, no. Because Ace is reincarnating through several bodies through the timeline. New Ace. Who dis? <laughs> Try again next, GD DGP. You know what? That's the episode title. New Ace Hudis. New Ace Hudis. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shut up, train! Holy fuck! It's as if the Tokyujers were outside. <gasps>
I miss them. They heard we was talking shit. They heard, they, them, they turn ten next shot. year. Yeah, because wow. so is Castor. Yeah, we, we we also turn oh. ten next year. <gasps> Shut off, <laughs> boy. My window's already closed. Hang on, Trey. What do you think of King Oger? <laughs> sure. Now you shut up. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna shut up when you don't want it to. <laughs> Very well trained. No, actually, all you hear is just like, "Well, actually, Go I home. think it's quite a well, well built show." And it's <laughs> he is home. That was fast. We did this bit already. It was the something Busso. It's King time. We couldn't even make it to episode 10 before this show gave me something to deconstruct, could we? Listen. I was... All right, all right. But first, but first, <sighs> mm, Gira shows up at Shu Gondam, and what the, and the, the rounder assistant comes to me. He's like, what are you doing here? And he goes, you'll take me to King Racules at once. I'll take okay. you to King Racules at once. You'll free the Quint... Uh, the Quintent Alliance and give everyone back their shoe gods. I will give everyone back their shoe gods and disband the Quintent Alliance, and I shall rule them as the King Oger. Okay, so I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but one thing we need to get out there: uh, everyone is pretty confident that like the one aid of Racules with the stupid hair and the pinky posing, we're pretty sure that's the Kame Jim in disguise. Um yeah and, and some yeah oh, no, no. <laughs> and, and 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 it's funny because something that happens in this episode actually directly supports that theory Ooh, a spoiler yeah. let's click on it yep it's them both making the same pose yeah it's that, weird that, 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 that could just that, that could be a coinky dink that could be anything that could be anyone's <laughs> pinky his his hair is his hair is also shaped like his head kind so. of that, 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 that could be anything. No. Okay. I've been, I've been referring to that character as Mayor Mayhu for a while, so... <laughs> he has a name, I just don't care enough to remember it. Yeah. I appreciate him being evil. And Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> okay, I, I meant to go back and rewatch the previous episode. Does anyone remember when they were doing the trial for Gira? They weren't broadcasting it, were they? No. It was just a private matter, right? Yeah. Um, but he was there for that. And him being Kamijim would explain why the Bugnarok in this episode suddenly got on TV and declared, give us Gira Hasti. As in, they know that he's Prince. The only way they would know that is if they heard the judgment in the trial room. Give us Gira, who is formerly known as Prince. But here's my and issue. If it wasn't televised, and... No one? Hercules oh, would okay. definitely do that. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, why, why would the villagers be like, oh my didn't. god, he's our prince! He's okay, dead. let's get totally... into this, because this is the start of where I have some problems and questions well, and theories. Okay, well, I just have one quick thing to say. So, uh, you, we basically can sum it up. The people of Shoe Goddamn are fucking idiots. They are Shoe Goddamn <laughs> morons. I love the fact that there's Which that... is appropriate because their king is also a moron. Yes. Did they just forget that their pr that that the, the king had a younger brother? And when they asked, like, like, oh, remember that younger brother? What happened to him? No, there was no younger brother. 
when Gira gets back to Shugatam in this episode, the citizenry, with that one guy in the hat who just absolutely is the voice of the people, and fuck his name's Gorge. Is it actually? Yeah, I looked in the cast. His name's Gorge. Gorge. So the citizenry of Shugadam suddenly recognized Gira as the prince and it was clearly in a matter of they know who he is, they always have, and they're happy to see him back. This doesn't have the energy of, oh, we were told that you're the prince. We didn't know that before. But then the immediate question becomes, what the f- nothing in episode one makes sense anymore i have a theory they claim that he was kidnapped as a, at a young age but he was just walking around town the whole thing before in episode one i have a theory no one paid him any attention no one acknowledged him as the prince and there's no way they wouldn't have if they knew who the prince was because he clearly has those distinct red marks on the side of his face i have a theory well, uh-huh. to, to okay. be fair, okay. I'll, I'll let you go first. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. So, we're talking about how the fact that Mayor Mayhu over there is definitely the... Tell me, Jim. Yeah, the, the bug around. Jim, we'll just call him Jim. Sure, Jim, yeah. Okay, so, so Mayor Mayhu is secretly Jim in disguise. Uh-huh. Jim. Rockley's seems to have this weird hold over the kingdom in general and uh-huh. the citizenry are acting like fucking morons yep i think raculi's sold his soul to the fucking bugnarok a long time ago one of that my would... one of my one of my theories is that raculi's employed some sort of brainwashing memory erasure and i think some sort of magic yeah to alter the memories of everyone in the country, and I think possibly Jim, including himself. And I think Jim facilitated that. It could be. My, my, my favorite that, was honestly, my favorite honestly was fucking just like, Rocky Lee sees Gira. Brother, welcome back. Fuck you. And I tried. Yeah, he just like, throws hands with him instantly. He's like, okay, Fine. whatever. I tried. Fuck you. Uh, okay, all right, so, go ahead, Gar. All right. Uh, well, you gotta think of it this way as well. Look where Raculees lives. He lives above everyone. Yeah. And you know, you know, it's hierarchy, of course. He's the like, you know, you know, royal. Down in everyone. And yet, how all you, of the how, other how kings you... live with their people. All yeah, of the so other how... kings seem to live at the same level as their people. Maybe a bit more opulently, but they still seem to live in the same community as their people. Raculees is the Rac... only one who lives above them, yes. Raculees is the Doug Walker of uh, of this community. <laughs> Please don't! Please don't! We really don't. Need that. But, uh, yeah, I think that Raculees... Um, is I, I think he I think he's had more connection with the Bugnarok than he he would like to admit, and I think that uh, Jim may have facilitated all of the things that make this make sense, and I think that's why he's got so much confidence because he's being backed by someone else, and they've assured him that. And this actually plays into my other theory that the that the insect gods like the Zords are Bugnarok technology. That would exploit. That would. That could be a, a gap filler in terms of why Bugnarok wants them because they used to be ours. Yes, it is sort exactly. of weird that both the good guys and bad guys are insects 
themed. So exactly. I think that there is some kind of connection. But, uh, as, so, as, so let me, but, but, sorry, go ahead. So, but as to why everyone was cheering for Gira at the beginning of the episode, keep in mind, Gira did just save their entire kingdom in like what feels like probably like three days ago. Uh huh. Who came in with the fucking Booker T gift? <laughs> Tony Crafts in our Discord. Okay. Okay, so l- let me deconstruct what's going on here and offer some th- a couple of theories. Um, scenario one involves Rakulis knowing that Gira is his younger brother the whole time. That would make him even more of a moron because in episode one, he revealed his grand evil plan to the one person on the planet who could do something about it. Okay, let's say this then. Let's say he does remember that Gira is his is his brother. What if, I mean, like, he's clearly just, he, he's clearly got those mwahaha villain tendencies. He, he probably said, this is probably him at the beginning of this series. I'm just going to tell you your plan. You're never going to fucking do anything that, with it. That is, that is, that does seem to be the energy he has. He yeah. is so self-confident. He'll fucking reveal his plan because he doesn't think anyone can do anything about it. And Unfortunately, that, well, yeah. his error was saying this to the one person who can and did. But here's the question. Here's the question. Let's say that this is, but that this is them using uh, like Bugnarok abilities to wipe people's minds, including Gira's and stuff like that. He's confident in the deal that he's made. He's so confident and complacent in his place that he's usurped because of dealing with the Bugnarok that he is cockily like you know you'll never be able to stop me as long as as long as you don't know like specifically what happened then nothing is going to happen and then in the previous episode when everything came out he could he might have gone well fuck okay the biggest thing in support of my everyone's memories were altered theory if gira was a prince why doesn't he know that yeah, I know it that's probably a good point. Him too. Well, well, like that's I what I'm said, saying. Look, look, look where yeah. they lived. Look how high up they lived. That's a pretty hard fall. Probably not going to remember a few things here and there. He got Bram from Game he of Thrones. He fell out of the tower. Yeah, but basically, what, what, he fell on his head and that, lost his memory. The point that I was trying to make is, and yes, Decker also proves it. He is very young. In He's, that flashback. He wasn't a fucking toddler. He was clearly like in the area of like seven to ten ish. Yeah. Even I have memories yeah. from that young. But even Memory then though. Three. Yeah. Also like, keep in mind, however, we don't know how their whole organization works. So for all that we know, the the family is very secretive on what they actually allow out to the public. For all that we know, the public didn't know that Gira is a prince. I'm speculating. Like, when I talk about this theory that I'm putting together in my head slapdash right now, I'm speculating. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm kind of taking as assumption. It's more of a hypothesis than an actual theory, to quote Matthew Matthew. (laughs) But at the same time, I do think that that could be what they're alluding to. And I think it works. And I I do think that... uh, uh, Racules, he made a deal at some point, and he's confident in it. 
And I think that it's... You know what? what? Him being in league with the Bugnarok, I kind of get a vibe of that. Because, remember in episode one, Raculees was absolutely not concerned with the fact that the Bugnarok were invading his fucking yes. kingdom. Yeah. That's he, was I mean. very, he was principally concerned with ruling over the other countries. That is actually what I mean. Them invading Shugatum could have been an act. They were never really going to do any significant damage until Gira took over and, and in, ruined their plan. And in this episode, he's literally walking onto the scene like it's a publicity stunt. My little brother, welcome home! Yeah, and don't worry, everyone. I control the Megazord. It's fine. How did that happen? <laughs> I will say, I was confident that Raculees was so full of shit about being able to control King Oger. And then, shocker of shocker, when they reveal that he's got his own version of Kuwagata. God, Kuwagata Zero. And you know what? What if they provided him specifically with that because this version of Kuwagata can... You know what? You know how they've been implying, th well, not implying, but saying throughout this entire episode that Gura can talk to and befriend? Yeah. The... What if Kuwagata Zero can enslave them? That that absolutely that, has to be what it is because they he commandeered the other shoe gods. Yeah, they have purple glowing eyes. They're not supposed to have them like that, and they, yeah. the scorpion went nuts. So yeah, yeah. What if, yeah? What if he? What if they're setting? What if they're setting it up in such a way that like they're they're establishing that he befriends the shoe gods so that he is so that he is juxtaposed to Raculees who can like manipulate their will. Yeah, yeah. And there's precedent for that because they talked before about how Raculees has modified the Shoe Gods previously. My favorite scene was when Gira literally charges at his brother with the sword ready to fucking kill him. Oh yeah. That ex that actually you know what? That actually explains why the previous sword that was supposedly modified for Raculees jumped to someone else because I I'm guessing that the Shoe Gods Basically, they they jump to whoever they have an empathetic they have an empathic connection to. Yeah. Whereas man, if I had whereas finish, like, finish the, the previous saying. sword probably it probably ran the fuck away before it had its will stripped from it. Yeah. If I had two nickels for every time I saw a red a red uh, beetle in a Tokusatsu show go to someone else instead of who it's supposed to be, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's still surprising that there would be two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also I'm also super happy that we have a silver stag beetle sword again because once again Beetleborgs. Yeah, yeah. Beetleborgs. But those are the. I did. I did. I, I did like. I did like someone like tweeted like a picture of like them like stopping Gira from like cutting down Raculees and they're like they're like why did you stop them and my response to his tweet was. Because he hasn't transformed yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm so pissed that we got cooked oh, out of the Okuagata Oger engine. You're pissed? I know I'm you're pissed. pissed. I know you're pissed. <laughs> I'm also pissed. And still, no stock sequence engine. No, I'm not going to get it. The entire show's green screened anyway. Yeah. I thought that the episode was going to end with them showing him transforming and then like then it cuts to credits, but no they didn't. That was just him summoning the Zord just to show it to the audience. Oh I love the balls on Raculees when like he assembles all of them and then like 
Rita's like, oh, here's this like contract that binds us that we have to work together, and just fucking he cuts it in half and just goes, yeah, no, fuck your contract. I'm gonna take all of you fucking over. Th- fuck that all. whole that whole scene was a complete repeat of episode one. Everyone is here because there's a danger to face. Rita proposes the Five Kingdom Alliance. And Rackules, once again, thinking it'll work this time, goes, fuck that, I'm in charge, I wield the Megazord, y'all can either submit to me or fucking die. And then oh, Gura yeah. comes yeah. along and we, shows we, we forgot to mention. Oh. Rita rolling on the floor was... That was funny. Yeah. Best yeah. character in the whole oh. show. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to mention the fact that uh, the Bugnarok have planted giant cocoons at each kingdom that will open up to become their ultimate nameless warriors. Yeah. And, oh, if you try to attack them or uh, like explode. kill them, it will explode and wipe out your entire kingdom. Ladies so, and yeah, gentlemen, Planet Terra is kind of fucked. I also really appreciate how they only showed the one. It's like, we have four more. They're underground, but we don't have to animate them yet. Yep. But I, that's probably going to be the next story arc. And it is yeah. going to be Gira going back to those countries that he's already managed to get a broker peace with yeah a social foothold into people trust him yeah and i think that's gonna be what builds and what builds and i liked the fact that at the end of this episode he went balls deep into the playing the villain yes because i love because especially especially if i'm right especially if i'm right if racules can be the social paragon in his country but his power robs the shoe gods of their of their individuality and their and their sentience and stuff and uh-huh. he can just command them he uh, is uh, the one who's going he's the one who's going at hard mode he's the one who's acting abrasive he's the one who is making himself out to be more uh, like to be taken less seriously and sometimes to be reviled but he is also the one who's appealing to people at their baser emotional instincts and making those connections. Uh-huh. I think that uh, that's uh, really strong. I mean, let's give him credit. I have to give him some credit. He did, in fact, summon King Oger and yeet the bomb into the fucking stratosphere. Yeah. Speaking He's of the stratosphere, I, I have a crazy theory uh-huh. that I will talk about in just a moment. Okay. Well, before you get to that, I just want to quickly wrap up what we were talking about, about the whole everyone is stupid versus everyone is brainwashed. So, based purely on the fact that Gira didn't clearly know that he was a prince, I'm going to operate going forward under the assumption that there was, in fact, some sort of memory-altering magic at play. Rakules himself may have been affected by this without knowing, and then between episode one and six, that spell just turned off the moment that Rita revealed that Gira was a prince. I don't think that Rack. I don't think that Rackules has been affected by the memory thing. I think he's. It could go either way. Either Rackules was affected and he just told his plan to complete nobody, thinking he wouldn't do anything about it, or Rackules did know that Gira was the prince and he just is a fucking moron. Do you know what I think that this is going to culminate in? Picture it, Sicily, nineteen thirty-two. Um... <laughs> No, God damn it. Um, no. no, picture it. A scene where Rackley's, like, you know, it's, it, Jeff has revealed himself and all, and all that other good stuff. He thinks that he's coming out on top. The Bugnarok betray him. Uh-huh. He has been basically playing this game by his own rules, making his own... 
They've been allowing him to make his own stupid decisions and shoot himself in the foot whenever whenever he can and does. And will. And will. And they're going to betray him. Yeah. They're going to stab him in the back, and I think he's going to be our sixth ranger. I mean, there are rumors about the sixth ranger being a white spider, but I... Uh, on one hand, I think that'd be interesting, but on the other hand, I would really, really like... And prefer if Raculis didn't go good. He I doesn't th- radiate Stacy energy. I think no, I, I really wanted to stay fucking evil the whole show. I also want him to, whole show. I also mm. want him to stay evil, but I also think that the Bugnarok are going to become the bigger threat. I think they're gonna strip him of his Kuagata of his uh silver Kuagata Odra powers. And I think he's probably going to take another set. Uh, on the other hand, I think for the briefest, briefest of moments, I think it would be real interesting to see the two Kuwagata brothers fighting side by side. Sure. and uh, One episode. That's what no think, more than one episode, That's Toei. what I think it would build to, and I think for Raculis, it would be, they sold me out, they played me for a patsy, I hate you, but I'm still going to help you, sort yes. of thing. I think he's still going to be a dick. Oh, absolutely. And there's a big difference between being a dick and being evil. True. <laughs> I think that he's going to continue to be a dick. Yes. But I do think that the Bugnarok, and this is just assuming that I'm right, that he's working with the Bugnarok, but I think I am. I think that they're going to, I think they're going to stab him in the back. And I think that he's going to either be stripped of his powers and take on a sixth ranger power, or he's going to be stripped of his powers, do his thing as a human, get his powers back, and then use that power to fight the Bugnarok again. And, and, o- it his own. and only fight alongside the others when it serves his purposes. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I have this crazy theory regarding the six, like the actual Six Ranger rumor. Uh-huh. Okay. Theory number one. The Bugnarok are from space. Because in the opening crawl, they explain that uh, Terra is in the corner of the universe, like uh-huh. on Offworld, so it's set in the same Super Sentai main universe. Uh huh. What if the powers? Like, I'm going like I'm bouncing this off of Paul's idea that the Bugnarok and the uh, Ku- Kuaga, not Kuagatas, the uh, Shu Gods, are based on the same, like like same homeworld, same technology. Yeah. What if the, an invading the, the, the force? The Shu Gods are Bugnarok gods. Or yeah, just but, Bugnarok high technology. Yeah. Yeah. So what if an invading force from space shows up and that's how we get our six ranger? Ooh, that'd oh. be interesting. I think it should be a person who is destined to start a new kingdom. Honestly, this show has like leaned so hard into the grand high fantasy. I think it would dilute the identity of the show if we introduced anyone from space. No, I think it should but, but, I think sixth, here... I think the sixth ranger should be a king who doesn't have a kingdom yet. That's also a very good idea. But, but here's crackpot theory number two. Okay. If we don't have them from space, what are the Bugnarok known for? Being They're the subterranean empire. I think oh, the so idea... The mole people. <laughs> I think the idea is yeah. that they retreated underground, but the planet originally belonged to them, and that's yes. why they want the Shoe Gods. Yes. So imagine... Was... Like, I'm going... Like, that was part go of the full on mask man. Okay. Where okay. I, my uh, theory, and... my theory for the sixth ranger is that that it's a, it's a it's a king, someone with kingly qualities, 
someone who could be a king one day, but is the king of a country that does not yet exist. Or maybe used to exist. Yeah, either that yeah. or that, yeah. I think it, I, I think mean, he'll be a I, he or she will be a king for the future or from the past. Another theory I had is what if rejected prince of the Bugnarok? Interesting. Yeah, that's em the one that Emily, you you were saying. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Because it's like as as a spider, he's a bug, but not an insect. He's like sort of in that in between. Because they're arachnids, but they're considered part of the whole bug. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it fits with that. Um, the playing both sides um, thing. Yeah. I think it all. I think it also fits with the idea of. It fits with a lot of the ideas that we're shooting there. Like I, I'm leaning towards the idea of a king that doesn't have a kingdom yet. I think that that's a cool way to set the sixth ranger apart from the rest of the king from the rest of the rangers. If it's from like you could say that like you know there was an arachnid faction in the past or something like that, but I I genuinely if if and I know this isn't criticism, I know that this isn't valid, but like if I was writing it, it would be a king who doesn't have a kingdom yet. But I'm not writing it. But I like I, that idea. That's I, my that's my thought. I wouldn't be mad if that happened. That's my it, John Toei. If you're listening and you haven't written it yet, <laughs> I won't sue you. <laughs> Lane, you've been quiet for a bit. What do you think of these crackpot six ranger theories? <laughs> See, I typed in the chat what 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 it is. Everyone breaking down about King Oger and stuff like that. Me, I like Raculis. Okay, so no, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to die a happy man, and I will be super happy if I am the only only Raculis fan. <laughs> To exist, Raculis fan club member number like, okay. zero like, zero like, zero like, zero like, let me just like, let me let me just explain. Sure, he's an idiot. Sure, he's a fucking asshole and stuff like that. But just like you give him a silver fucking sword that can take over the mega sword. You give him a cool fucking ass uh, gold sword that just has like one little flick of a button. You give him a silver ranger suit, and then then the icing on the cake is. He's the main red's evil fucking asshole usurper older brother. And I'm just like, I, I love this man. Yeah, I, I no. just, every time he's on screen, I just want to see him. Whatever he does. Wait, does that make Gira Scar? Yes. Uh, no, it's Gira trying to be Scar. No, this is Hamlet. This is Hamlet. He's Claudius. <laughs> no. Yeah, but, but yeah. Lane, also what, Hamlet. What? Sorry? But Lion, Lion King's also Hamlet. Yeah. yeah, Lion King is also Hamlet. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, wait, when I say that, when I say that, uh, Rockley, Claudius with a W. When I say um, Rockley's is an idiot and things like that, when it, I, I he makes stupid decisions and characters don't have to be perfect, but I do think that he's a good character. Fascinating. I like him, I like him as an yes, he is a fascinating antagonist. I'll say that. And um, sure. I, yeah, when I when to clarify, like I said, when when I when I talk about a character is stupid or acting stupid or something, there's a difference between being a stupid character who does stupid things all the time and being a good character who is inherently flawed. 
And Rakulis is a good character who is inherently flawed, and I appreciate that. And I want to see more of that flaw develop his character. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely here okay. to see what Rakulis does next. So I'm looking forward to your, that. Your guys' six Stranger theories are interesting. I have an interesting one. Tell me. Throw I it. feel like the Bugnarok threat's gonna be like threatening everyone, and it's really overpowering for them. But then it's like Rita or someone just goes, "Well, there was this." other kingdom but it got like fucked up by bugnarok thousands of years ago we don't talk there there is talk about an old warrior that was sealed away there and like he was really fucking powerful so they go to this kingdom that's supposedly gone and it's like you know abandoned for thousands of years and they they find the sixth ranger buried away like do you know what it is it's gonna be fucking i was literally about to tell you so you're describing ho-ho soldier (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it's fucking Ho Soldier. Also, it's going to be the sixth ranger who doesn't, he's not caught up to speed with everyone else, and he has this ancient way. It's going to be, it's going to be Ho Soldier combined with a little bit of pure gold. I thought you were about to say Kanalo. No, <laughs> fuck Canalo. <laughs> no, it's going to be pure gold mixed with the fucking Ho Soldier. And yeah, when Paul was so. talking about his theories earlier, one of the ones that I posited was king of a kingdom that no longer exists. So yeah, exactly. He's gonna be some ancient fucking spider ranger who is a king. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah. like unlocked is unlocked from his tomb, he is risen. Um but, but either way. No, Geek is Jesus. Really good. Keep it straight. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna say what I said in the Cast Ranger chat earlier today. Right now, I'm enjoying King Ocher far more than I'm enjoying Geats. Oh, God, like, it's not even on the same ballpark for me. I have been saying to people that, like, this is one of the very rare moments in time where the Sentai has very clearly exceeded the fucking... Rider. Like, this is the gaim of Sentai. (laughs) Like, it's weird to think that we're on episode six, and we're still doing the continuous storyline. I get to enjoy this show for the next year, you guys. I'm so pleased. I mean, we all do. You like Paul? You have no idea. Before you rejoin the show, I was I have been on cloud fucking nine and a half, excited for this show. No, I like <laughs> literally. I have been. I have not talked about Toku to my extended like you know friend circle this much in a very long time. Like literally, I'm sitting there like, no, this is actually like another renaissance what the fuck <laughs> I, I also just want to take a moment to tell you that i appreciate you actually coming back to the show i might not be this is to... the this has been the first time in a long time we've had a can not like I, you were about to say you may not be here for every episode but this has been the first time we've had a consistent five member cast ranger show sure. for a while I, I, again i i'm going to make the effort to be here as much as i can again i don't think i can be, I, I don't know yeah yeah. D- yeah everyone takes takes off when they have to so don't yeah, feel worried no, about that i'm I, this is a rare situation where i i like geats like i like geats yeah. i love king Oger. oh yeah yeah i adore just beyond but <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit but uh no i i for king Oger, i will I will take the time and as much as I can, like, you know, so I, I, again, to everyone, I might not be able to be on every single episode, but I green's back and I'm yeah. happy. But like, I love, I love the Reculees, like makes the spiel be like, don't worry, my beloved people, I'll, I'll protect you and stuff like that. 
And they're all like, yay! And then Gira just goes like, fuck you, you lying ass piece of fucking shit! And no, then everyone, and everyone's, and no, and it's like, what? Whoa! And then like, Gragas is like, see how this man's talking to your fucking king? And they're like, yeah! <laughs> That's what I was saying. Sheeple it's a people. great juxtaposition. Sheeple. If you if you go by the idea that Rakules like has inherently selfish powers and Gira has inherently selfless powers, it makes so much sense and it's great narrative juxtaposition that uh, Rakules is admired and Gira is the dick. <laughs> I actually, yeah, but you know, you know, I didn't fully process what you're saying until the, just now. I think maybe it is like an inherent family ability for their, for like the kings of Shugodem. Gira has an actual innate ability to, f on a friendly nature, communicate with the Shugods, whereas Rakules has a twisted version of the power, letting him innately manipulate and control the Shugods. I think it's a natural connection. It's called, it, it's but it's I like it better. But I like, <laughs> but, but I like it better. I like it better that Rakules doesn't have that, and he got it from the from the. It's from an off. external source rather than yeah. an, an, an like a biological yeah. power. It was Gira who was yeah. born with it, but Rakules didn't have it. He's and, the king, and, but he usurped it. By yeah, and I've been wanting to bring off. this up for a while, so I'm glad that Lane brought up the scene where Rakules. And Gira were like declaring their intentions in front of the citizenry, the fucking sheeple of Shugadam. <laughs> as much as I enjoy Gira leaning into this, I'm the villain shtick, doing it in front of the people of his country might have been the wrong move. This was oh, the absolutely. perfect. This was the perfect opportunity for him to out Racules for all of the stupid evil shit he said. But no, no but he said he decided to just dig his own grave even further. No, because well, no, because, because he's still he's he, he he's still on this whole stick where he wants to do this because yeah. he wants to prove that like what Racules is doing is evil. So I'm going to be evil in a different way that trumps your justice no but the problem is when he did this in episode one he clearly stated all right well if what you want to do is justice then i will be the evil that smashes that justice he didn't clearly explain that in the presence of the citizenry in this episode all he did was no. go ha, ha, i'm evil i'm gonna take over <laughs> and that's the, line with the dichotomy that i was talking about earlier they're both idiots. Well, no, I no, <laughs> don't don't oversimplify it like that because I like I said, Rakules, he didn't have he doesn't have the potential, but he's reviled and he's the dick versus Gira who has the potential but he has to be hated. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that's a really really good dynamic. I think it's going to further their arc and make it much more much better of a payoff later when this is all finally cleared up and Rakules is eventually outed. Gira's earning it. Sure. Rakules I'm... sold himself for it. Yes. Gira wasn't kidnapped, though. You think like, Gira maybe... was not kidnapped? Yeah. Yeah, maybe Rakules found out about his power and was like, oops, and pushed him out the window, like you guys said. Rakules yeah. absolutely <laughs> usurped, like, it, okay. whether it was because of his power 
or maybe the case like we don't know the tr traditions of this kingdom because this is a completely different world maybe it was the case that gira was supposed to actually inherit the throne and rakulis went not in my watch and that would make sense <laughs> and that would make sense if you go by my gira had the potential to communicate ha has this potential to communicate with the shoe gods theory like he was going to be king because he has that power yeah. and rakulis obtained the power through exactly. false means and usurped exactly. the throne exactly. So, exactly i love that idea so Gar, Gar, we Gar's gonna find this King Ocher. Gar, Gar's gonna find this fucking hilarious. Just there's gonna be a moment where Rakules is like watching Gira fight or something like that, and he's just gonna get a flashback of this of his kids doing something, and just Gira, you're the best little brother ever. And it just cuts to Rakules being like, <laughs> "Wow, <laughs> stepbrothers reference." Oh. Yeah, you like that too, piece of shit. Sorry, sorry, it's it's hard to turn off. Just it's just gassed it's just gassed punching punching Rakules in the fucking face. It's, yeah, punch me. Punch me in the face. No, no, he's with all the King Ogres. You wanna punch me in the face right now, don't you, Gira? Well you do. You want go ahead, do it. Punch me yeah. in the fucking face. And Dabowski just punches okay. him right in the face. Dabowski fucking <laughs> does it. So now I'm just imagining Rakules and Gira in like the final battle and the two of them looking at each other and just being like, it's a fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? It's Rakules and he's a bigger asshole than you. Oh, and also we forgot there was something involving the, the scorpion. Yeah, there's there's scorpion. Oh yeah, the scorpion. I'm so kind we'll of talk more about that. I'm kind next. of mad that like the other god was just god Kabuto, but this one is god Scorpion, not god Sasori. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's inconsistent. God, it's god Sasord. <laughs> he calls him Sasorin as the nickname, but the name of the Zord is God Scorpion. It's inconsistent! I hate it bugs me! Don't worry about it. Also, yes, thank you, Decker. I was hoping someone you. shared that. <laughs> Best meme, Kagaragi Wazowski. You're on Ferris! <laughs> I don't I like, that. I like that weird mutant one that has Sully's face. And not <laughs> yeah. just not That's a meme. A heavy meme. <laughs> I like the I like that Rita has this giant plushie that she talks to in the in the in the little oh, I like so I like they I like they made it hold like their sword. <laughs> that was cute. Also, I'm I noticed that Rita has the king's hotline phone just sitting around the room even though they're not in the suit. That was an interesting thing to see. Also, freaking yellow changed her hair. Yeah, as if she, she was a she has, stick. She has different wigs. <laughs> I can't I want her to go full astronomer and like change up her wig every couple of episodes. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when she balls like that, she needs a weave to match. So right. It works. <laughs> you know, I, I was coming into this discussion like angry that there was shit I was already picking apart about this show. But I, I have to say after this lengthy and hearty discussion, I'm super happy again. This show, this show may have things to pick apart, but all of these theories that we've come up with are have been super fun to discuss. It, is, it has layers. No. This show has no, layers. No, no. I, I've been referring oh. to King Ogre. King Ogre is like an onion. King Ogre has layers. No, King Ogre is the Gaim of Sentai. I'm sorry, but it is. It. This is the beginning. It of also the has a really <laughs> stupid gimmick to overcome with yeah. its fucking bop its sword. Yeah, exactly. But it is the be like. 
this is Sentai going, okay, we need a renaissance too. And they haven't had that renaissance series in the last, like, five years or so. Dawn Brothers was a good season. No. No. (laughs) See? No. That's why why Raculese is awesome, because he doesn't have a boppet sword. You're funny, Gar. It was not. I mean, wash it, and it's not. <laughs> no, no, but, but I just find it funny, Paul, that you're going like, oh, it's the guy with Sentai, and I'm just looking over here and be like, uh, I've sort of seen it all, Paul. Let's let's not let's not call it the Gaim of, of Sentai until we get to episode 21, because that's where Gaim really got... Listen, what I... More if we what see I was Ra- trying to say is if this we- is a turning point where they're trying to go for more high concept storytelling and they're trying to overcome a hurdle and they're they're basically saying, okay, we have to go to the next level of our storytelling. That's more what I was saying. Okay, <laughs> but we'll know it's the Gaim of Sentai when we see Rockules get ki- crushed between two rocks. True. That's, that's when we'll know. That's when we'll know. <laughs> and then Gira will develop feelings and avenge his brother and get his new super form. I know that that was then, a very loaded statement, but you guys get what I mean, right? I understand the intent. Yeah. What I'm, and then, um, like, I am, I cannot put into words how much, how worried I am that this show will pull a Q Ranger in that the first arc of the show will be god tier amazing, and then they'll just get isekai to actual Earth, and the rest of the show will be there, and the VFX budget will drop like a rock. I don't think that's what What if the Sixth Ranger is from from Earth? It's from Earth. Not impossible, Mm. but I really hope we don't go that direction. That would, you know what? That would work with my theory. That he's from a, a completely alien kingdom? No, my theory that he's from a kingdom that doesn't, doesn't exist, exist yet. yet. This is just someone with kingly quality. What if this whole season is set in like the past of actual Earth, and that's why it's called? Jiku? It's the planet of the apes. No, it's you bastards! It's reverse planet of the apes. <laughs> Instead of the future, it's the past. Yeah. Or what if it is planet of the apes, and this is the future? Oh no. <laughs> What if the Buck Rock destroyed it, human let, society? <laughs> KOJR still it, it's it's got a few little nitpicks, but but we're all still thoroughly it's enjoying so it. It's so much fun to theory craft. I don't. But we need we, we need to no see more Kagaragi Dabowski. And give me my stock engines, you bastards! We're not we're not no getting problems. stock engines. We're not, get, we're not getting it. It's close to what we're gonna get. How pissed off will you be? If Rockules gets a stock henshin sequence. <laughs> no, I would be happy because then we have something. I would be too. I'd be too. I would what be if too. If anyone gets it? one, it should be Rockules. What if he starts it? That's fine. I just want something. <laughs> what if it's like- <laughs> I'll take fucking, I'll take the butler fucking doing a stock henshin. I'm so fucking thirsty for it. Whoa. It's gonna be so amazing when they finally do it with all these crazy <laughs> LCD screens and VFX budget. But why aren't they doing it yet? You know what I'm thirsty for? Justbian. Good segue. Yeah. So let's do Justbian. This show rocks! This show is just fucking Star Wars! It's fucking rad! <laughs> Oh my god, it's rad as shit! <laughs> okay, first off, oh! I, was watch- I was watching this at like 7.45 in the morning. So I was just kind of like, not fully awake, but I was watching because I knew I had to. And I just was like, what was Why this? Why is this Moss Eisley? <laughs> 
Like throughout that whole like the entire and you know the scenes that I'm talking about. I'm just like, <laughs> this show is from 1985. Why does it look like it was filmed in the 70s? Fucking disco man over I, I, here. We go to roller no. disco. The All I remember was they go to a bar and then there's like this like fruit-headed alien woman <laughs> with a dress or something? This is literally what would happen if Han Solo, instead of Chewbacca, had a hot female android. Hot C-3PO! Yeah. Oh, God! Yeah. C-3PO! Did you, did you guys move on to the feature topic now? Yeah, yes. sorry. Sorry, okay, did you have no, anything to say about King Hojer? I'm sorry. Well, I was just gonna make a stupid, stupid, um, don't you mean the show rules comment? <laughs> nice. it does rule it does rule it does in fact rule yes okay. and uh now i i shall make i i'll go and thank you guys for having me and Why good are you night going? because she didn't watch the feature topic oh yeah watch it. oh, okay it's dope as shit watch it emily like actually bye. night bye it's okay, she does that. Oh, <laughs> every week. She, she has a very busy week, so she doesn't have time to watch everything all the time. Nice. So anyway, uh, the main character is on Agent's planet and meets uh, Space Gandalf, who preaches about the Galactic Bible. Hold on, do his history uh, of the show. You know, <laughs> fuck you, you know I like my fucking history. Do your best, Anyways, sorry. story time. Anyways, story time. The year 1985, okay? Yeah. Okay. Far off year of 1985. We just finished the, the Space Sheriff trilogy. Right. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Toei's plan of starting an original franchise went off with a major success. Toy sales were good. Cat, uh, the story was all good. So they were like, you know what? Let's keep this train going different yeah by the way this was one of the series they used for vr troopers no it wasn't that's the next one. Oh, well it looks sim it looks really similar same designer okay so anyways uh basically they got they got the creative team together you had susumu yoshikawa uh itaru uh orita as their producers and once again the show is being written by sozo uhara so they could have just easily have just made this a fourth uh, four space sheriff series, but the, but they decided no. I'm gonna, I have to also, do something I haven't done in Cast Ranger for a very long time. I really have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the show, so please excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's happy. Okay. This we're li we're space listening. Space. Can, I, can I take the chair? Yeah. You know what? I'm taking over Cast Ranger oh, while no. Ichi goes. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm taking over. You know what? No, I'm, ha I'm happy this isn't a Space Sheriff series. I'm happy this isn't a Space Sheriff series. I'm so glad this is funky Doctor Who. It's amazing. All right, let, let Gar finish his history. Please, continue, okay, Gar. Sorry. Sorry. Anyways, uh, the, the big major idea that they had for the show was essentially... What if Ultraman, but human size? What? What? Yeah. So what? the entire show comprises of giant monsters and a space warrior <laughs> having to capture these creatures to take them to a planet where they can be on a farm 
and according to the Japanese Wikipedia page, is known as the anti Ultraman. It is basically. Wait, it is wait, basically but, the move. What? But Gar! That's Cosmos! <laughs> it is Cosmos. No, that's fucking Cosmos! Guys, it's Actium Maximus War of the Alien Dinosaurs. Thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> Also, it's, also, it's Star Wars. It's fucking Star Wars. Gar, look at the fucking designs you, and look at the setup. It's fucking Gar, Star Wars. Are you, are you saying we have to watch all of Juspian before we fucking watch Cosmos just so it can no. be like... It's like Juspian. I will oh. happily watch this entire it's show. Cosmos. Uh, oh, it was the first Metal Hero show to be distributed by Discotech Media. Mainly because Toei doesn't give a shit about this show anymore. Yeah. What the funniest shit was, was like, we meet our main character, he goes to this fucking Gandalf-ass looking motherfucker, and it's like, hey, so what's going on? Yeah, this guy named Satan God's gonna sh sh show up at some point and fuck everything Satan up. Satan no. and, and the guy's like, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, the exact second later, Satan God shows up. Yes. <laughs> It's amazing. It is a giant robot Darth Vader. It looks like if Darth Vader and Megatron fused. Yeah, no, I'm looking at a, I have a figure of Darth Vader right beside me, and I'm just looking over, and I'm like, hey, yeah, it is. This is Vader. Like, I fucking loved this, because quite frankly, I, I, I'm a sucker <laughs> for just Vader. some funky asshole in a space opera, and I, I, I'm really here for it. Like, it, again, Megatron and Darth Vader. That's yeah, crazy. it's Megatron and Darth Vader if they had a fucking baby. <laughs> yes, Satan Goth is just Megatron, Darth Vader. You're all actually moving. Okay, I was going to sit on the couch. Look at that. Go ahead. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> now, that, now that Ichi literally fucking said it's Darth Vader, I, it, it's Darth Vader's a Look robot. Him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, he really is more machine than man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Twisted for sense. Do not want! <laughs> Do not oh, want, way. indeed. Apparently, this is also the show that gave us a uh, mad gallant. Oh, cool. Yo, that guy looks dope. Who? <laughs> mad gallant? Look at that, dude. That's awesome. Oh, wow, that's rad as fuck. That looks like Look Phantom Ranger. Look at this dude. That he, looks, that he looks he like Phantom Ranger. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he shows up like halfway through. Cool. Okay. That's huh. awesome. So, and yeah, I, so for a second, I thought Toei that was the Like, Toei had this grand idea of a giant space opera where Just Beyond would go from planet to planet to save uh, a creatures. space opera, you say, just like Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, where I get, yeah, planet to planet, saving the Mega Beasts. It was going to be great. And much like with Q Ranger, episode four, we get to Earth. We're here until episode 46, which is oh. the finale. <laughs> So it's reverse arc. So, Gar, it's reverse arc, man. <laughs> I gotta say, yes, it's reverse arc, man. <laughs> I gotta say, before he got in the fucking ship to battle them, I was impressed how much this man was trying to straight up Carter Grace in the motherfucking kaijus. <laughs> fucking ram it. He's, he's like dodging, dodge rolling, swinging his sword, straight up was, trying to fight yeah, giant fucking monsters. I was impressed. Like, Going giant? What's that? Megazord? <laughs> that's, I don't know what that is. That's stupid. And then he pulls out the sword. Yeah. 
Then he pulls it. Then he then his ship turns into a robot, and I'm like, oh, all right. My favorite fine. thing about the robot is how his hands literally come out of his pockets. Yeah, he's the Canadian. Zord. <laughs> it's the Canadian Zord. Disappointed. Just I'm just. Fight. I'm just disappointed that the first time we see him in his henching form, he got like trapped in a box. Bunch of spears thrown, not or arrows shot into him. Not just and the box, but Mystic Box from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, then he explodes out of the box, and he's just, oh, there he is. And I was like, oh. They cheated okay. us out of the first henshin, you okay. fuckers! My biggest problem with it, my biggest problem with it is, yes, the fact that a lot of things happen off screen. It's just like, I'm doing a thing, smash cut. All right, next scene. <laughs> yeah, he, he he breaks out of the mystic box, transformed. We don't get to see the engine the first time. And then immediately hard cut to him back in the ship, untransformed. Yeah, no, and you know what? Here's my explanation for that. I basically recreated Star Wars for you. What do you think I am, made of money? <laughs> This is a high-concept space opera. I'm sorry, something had to go to the side, and I and I managed to, and I decided to value the Jim Henson puppets. Yeah, they're fucking well, weird-ass Yoda-eared Ewoks. Yeah, the so, Yoda walks. So funny, <laughs> so funny thing. Bandai doubled the budget for this show. What? And you know what? It shows. But it was 1985. And then they blew it and went back to Earth for the rest they of the show. Just, no, they decided to, again, skip the fight scenes and just make their puppets look better. <laughs> Dance puppets. Yeah, there's a lot of blue screen work. That they predates really... a lot of blue screen work in, like, early Sentai. And then there was that one shot where the bats were just straight up animated. They were just that, They were burnt dead. That, it was just like, again, this was like... Seven something in the morning, and I just see that happen, and I just like, I was like, I am not awake enough right now. We couldn't even get through one episode without compromising. Imagine Gar gave us like three episodes to watch. Like, how fucking mind tripping would that have been? I would have loved it. I really want to watch this. Then we would have watched up to uh, you know, the third to the last episode where he goes to Earth. Oh no. Okay. I no, really and then we introduced to this, like, so we get introduced to the rare creature known as Mia, and I guess they are rare because I think there was only two of them. One of them gets shot once, gets fucking, fucking just murdered drops by like a sack of potatoes. Is Mia their and name, then, or is that just the noise they make? I think it's called a Mia. Um, <laughs> but it would be cute. I would like it more if it didn't have fucking quills poking out of its back. It's, I love the It's quote. like Yoda the Hedgehog. It feels like someone's OC. Yeah. It, literally <laughs> it literally looks like if you combined Yoda and an Ewok and you just put swords on its back. <laughs> Yoda the Hedgehog. But, <laughs> yeah, you, you could have seen them enter that yeah. bar. You, you could have put... You could have played the Cantina theme song playing over that whole scene. They're in that bar? And it would have worked perfectly. I was, I was literally thinking to myself, man, these guys back in 1985 really wanted everyone watching this to break out into a rendition of fucking Lobty Neck. The fucking, they walk into the roller disco and you start getting shots of all the weird aliens there and I just went, oh look, a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, look at Jabba! It's fucking More Jabba! More wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs>
You can't make any oh comments. It's fucking job. And then the kaiju's destroyed Mos Eisley. Oh no. Yep. Oh no. Su surprisingly well, like, but the I will say this though: the visuals for the show for their time. And you were saying that they used blue screen in this, right? Like that this was yeah. One they of, they yeah. like they doubled their budget for the show. Fucking shows. Except for the yeah. part where bats were animated. It. Yep, like, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, the, but the animated bats, like the city backgrounds, like you know, even when it wasn't a set, when it was just yeah. like the blue screen, like you know, uh, art in the background, they're they're superimposing it in the that looked impressive. Like for the way, for the eighties, yeah. I felt like I was actually in a really really well set situation, but it was like a soundstage with blue screens. I felt like we were actually having Gandalf read from the Galactic it Bible. Was, it, it it felt like okay, so you 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 know me. I love classic film and classic film techniques. Yeah, it really does feel like a harmony between modern blue screen and the perspective shots used in order to make matte paintings work for the backgrounds of a shot. Mm -hmm. Like it really does feel like this this middle ground between the modern digital era. And I, I know this sounds really pretentious and really out there and stuff, but it really does feel like um, like the digital techniques that we use now being harmonized with the matte painting techniques of the fucking like 10 years before this was made. <laughs> I it really endeared to me, like it really appealed to me. The aesthetics of this series really appealed to me. Like I felt like my the my I'm a fan of of, uh, of um, space operas and uh, those kind those kinds of anime and things like. And this felt like it was shot like an '80s anime. I ah I I could see this I as an '80s anime. In, I fucking fell in love with the aesthetics of this, like. Funny that you mentioned eighty. Like you could see this as an eighties anime. All I'll say is, wait until the end of May. I felt like I, I felt like I was mm. watching like a precursor to Bebop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Bebop took ideas from this, and Outlaw Star took ideas. And this show took ideas from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> also, when they started without showing the honeymooners, we wouldn't have the Flintstones. Without the Flintstones, we wouldn't have the Simpsons. Oh my God! <laughs> when they started Whoa. showing those baby mega beasts hatching out of the eggs, was anyone else's first immediate response? Not the mama. <laughs> I, 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 absolutely <laughs> it looked like the baby from dinosaurs this this move this this episode had really great puppetry work yeah like really great puppetry almost borderline like in terms of the suits and stuff it's toku but we're encroaching on almost like jim henson quality like, you know what's almost, hilarious almost i know that's blasphemous gar but will you agree with that this is like I did kind of get a Dark Crystal vibe. On Henson, oh, no. oh, no. good. When you compare it to Jim Henson, I think of Jim Henson as like S tier puppetry. No, and that's what I mean. Like the puppetry. So, so, so yeah, like yeah, that's what like. So I'm fully 100 percent with you on that. It's like I did get they kind went of a, hard with this show. I did kind of a Dark Crystal vibe when they started approaching the town and you started seeing people around. Like it's not Star Wars. No, but it's very close. <laughs> I mean, it's if you want to watch Star Wars, go watch Starfleet. That's like Thunderbird shockingly meets Star close. Wars. Like this, like you know how when you're watching Tokusatsu and like your brain kind of fills in the blanks mm -hmm. for when things look shit. Yeah, 
And yeah. I think, and to me, that is the true, genuine, like, charm of tokusatsu. Like, your brain fills in the blanks for when things look shit, and, like, you, you understand the basis behind why it looks like that. This was almost comparable to something like a, like a, like a Star Trek season or, or a Star Wars movie. Almost. Almost Henson-esque. Almost uh, George Lucas-esque. But it still has that tokusatsu cheapness. And I'm, I love that. I'm going to offer an opinion that might also be seen as controversial. When it comes to just this episode, I think the worst thing about it was just being himself. I think everything and everyone else in this episode was so interesting, but Jespian did barely fucking anything. I, you know what? I like Jespian's attitude. He's not a well-fleshed-out character, but I like the way he's portrayed. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. like, I, I, I like how he's so footloose and fancy-free and, like, almost kind of arrogant in his, like... I'm on a mission to meet cute girls. Yeah. No, we're here to fight monsters. But like cute he, android lady. I Henry. I love hot C3PO, but at the same time, <laughs> but like don't, I don't like, put that thing in her mouth. All the fucking henshin is for this guy is he just like slaps his head and bam, there he's just being. I was so disappointed. I was, like, oh, bro. I was fully expecting like a Gavon style flashback where it's like. This is how he quickly transformed in a microsecond, and then they show. No, the because then now just people make them think it's Gavon, or or any other space sheriff show, which again they were trying to diverge from. It's like oh. it's it's not a space sheriff show, but it's the same creative. Then thing. then we get the eye catch where it's like this cool like side shot of like his helmet, but then you see like the like a the like a, like a drawing of it, and then he turns his head. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're ruining it! You're full! <laughs> Fucking moron! Yeah, uh, the yeah. suits the suits are really nice. Uh, yes, uh, Just Beyond nice did show up as a, can uh, as a technically first ever evil ranger in Super Sentai. Cool. Huh. It's like when the green beetle board showed up as a villain. How, how fucked up was that? When like you watch Forever Red and you're like, why is the green beetle board attacking <laughs> oh, yeah. the Power oh, Rangers? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, can we really call Juspian a ranger? Wouldn't we qualify him as a Bongai hero similar to Blue Centurion? Mm -hmm. yeah. Ranger-like ally. Yeah. The, 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 the term in Sentai is Bongai hero. Um, but yeah. Uh, a Sentai-like, if you will. But like like I mentioned uh, earlier, <laughs> Just Beyond Just Beyond is available on Blu-ray. Really? Or if oh, you are... spelled it right. Yeah, I was gonna say like this. Oh, it is spelled with you. I heard <laughs> oh, it. Or it's spelled you... it right. I've seen it spelled Jaspian or also Jaspian, and I'm not 100 percent clear on which it is. Well, it's Just Beyond with a U because, like I said, way at the beginning of the episode, it's a combination of the word justice and champion. That yeah okay. Just be on. It's still dumb. Just I, be honest. How much is the Blu-ray? Uh, I I think it may be out of print or according to Canadian Amazon, it's 102 bucks. Oh, no, to no. eBay. Um, he got, got an SHP or it's good for him. Oh, I might have to pick that up. Oh look, uh, he has a laser sword like <laughs> a Vaughn. <laughs> Uh, the show is on Crunchyroll. There you go. Oh, it is? 
Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so well, if you all watch it, all all 46 episodes on Crunchyroll. People, I think... like... I, I love that people probably were like, so this is Gavon, right? No, 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 no. It, it's not nothing like Gavon. But he looks like Gavon. No, 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 it's not Gavon. But he has, a, like, a laser sword like Gavon. No, 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 guys, 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 guys. It's not Gavon. I promise but, it's, but not, it's Gavon. not Gavon. <laughs> and... Oh, just watching this makes me cry because so remember Space Squad? Oh, he was in there. He 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 made a cameo at the end of the Gavon Decker Ranger crossover. Nice teasing what? at the possibility of him returning. Oh, and then he so didn't. there was they were thinking about a Just Beyond remote remake. Fuck you, Q Ranger oh. Civil War, you piece well, of just, shit. Just, you know, like just having them return, it was gonna be a big thing. We're finally gonna get metal heroes again. And then we did Q Ranger Civil War and it killed all hype or buzz for it. So it was like no. shame. Big shame. We were gonna do Wind Spectre, man. I was really we rooting for get... Space Squad being a thing. I'm just a big fan of shitty looking good sci-fi. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I, I love it when sci-fi is good, but it looks like fucking crap. This fucking disco bastard over here. That, that perm, that perm is impressive. I, I love him. I love him so much. I, I look at oh. him and I'm like... Did you still like him after the surprising amount of gratuitous ass shots in the ending yes. dance? I was like, Poor. so not only is he funky Doctor Who, but also he got the cake? All <laughs> according to Cake Kaku. I'm here for and, it. And best part is, he's got a ranger key. He got a ranger key too. <laughs> yeah. We'll get more into that at the end of the month. This is the story of what would happen if Han Solo was a funky motherfucker and he was hanging out with a hot version of C-3PO and they yeah, were- Yeah, C-3PO. And they wanted to become Pokemon <laughs> masters. This is just Han, Sol Han Solo as a fucking metal hero. It's it's, it's pretty dope. Funky oh, so, like, like, the more photos I see of him, the more I'm like, I love it. Oh. Okay, uh, they they also made a, they also made a fucking real action hero of him. Look at that! That's oh, nice. Shit. I, have I have been tragically ignorant of metal heroes, so I I'm impressed. Cool. That's what I. Is that it? that is the that that is my conclusion conclusionary statement to what I will say about about uh, this. Okay. I, I don't watch metal I think I, a lot, but I'm yo, that bike is rad. Okay, I think I may have found the perfect image that like sums up the entirety of Jespian in one image. Okay, show it. Th this is this is Jespian in a nutshell. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why does it? That's why does. Why, why are they being strangled by Rosie? Oh, his his hair his hair got like less poofy. His hair deflated. Why is the girl dressed like a Tie Fighter pilot? <laughs> no, you know what it is. It's because he's in space. His hair is just all rised up, and then once he goes to Earth, like the gravity and everything, so it just oh, <laughs> I can just totally his hair see down. that being the reason. Uh, and then he just gets to Earth. His hair's not poofy anymore. <laughs> I love that would be awesome. Okay, is Justin is Justin gonna be like the equivalent to like Common Rider X, where it's just like 
we need to watch more of this because it'll just be good entertainment. <laughs> Dumb fun. I mean, we're currently in the midst of watching Common Rider X on our Sunday streams, and we're kind of just a little eh about it. Have you have you seen Ann Capone yet? <laughs> no, he's like way later in the show. We're on like uh, episode twelve. Right. We're more. That's how they get we're you. Honestly, we're honestly more excited for Dino Fury and Ultraman Gaia. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like the next episode they uh, something about a ghost ship, and then they go to Planet Hoth. <laughs> Astonished. Cool. I'm gonna go find Totally not Star Wars. It's totally not Star Wars, Wars you guys. Not the hair loss budget. Not even once. They've never even seen Star Wars. Not one piece of evidence. But yeah, you can't, you can't uh, point to anything. Uh, Metal April 6th, where essentially, you know, Metal Heroes celebrated their 40th anniversary last year. And Toei did fuck all. So we, so we're making up for it because we didn't do Metal April last year. Also, I couldn't help but I couldn't, I couldn't help but giggle when like the the opening starts and it just starts with saying "Come on, boy," and I was just like, "Please don't." <laughs> no, no thanks. Oh All right, God. well that has been Cast Ranger for this week. What a fucking whirlwind. I like, oh. I like I like Rakilis. <laughs> I just want to say this now. Um, if you didn't like, or or if you if you had fun with Toei making a Star Wars parody, wait until next week where we see Toei do their RoboCop parody. Oh uh, no! <gasps> Chica, okay. Sentai Cast Ranger. Our feature topic for the second week of Metal April Five will be Tokuso Robo. Well, you wrote V in the fucking. Oh. Six is VI. Jan person. Tokuso Robo Jan person. I love Jan, Jan. person. <laughs> yeah, Jan person. Look what at this guy. Let's few metal heroes I do know. Definitely about in the running for stupidest name of Toku series of all time. No. You leave Jan Person alone. I wonder if he hate. I wonder if he hates Marsha Person. <laughs> I can't even get Marsha, Marsha, Marsha Person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Brady reference for you youngins. Oh my back. Or as, or as uh, some of you may know him as Karato from Big Bad Beetleborgs. What? He was in Beetleborgs. He was in an episode of Beetleborgs. Oh my God. Who is that? The, the oh. silver one up there. Oh, uh, that's Jibon. Jibon, that's a different one. Jibon also looks badass. <laughs> yeah. That looks like the turbo cannon he's holding. Yeah, I like Jan Person. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Cast Ranger. I just want to take a quick moment. I know I said previously I would do it, but I want to stick to it as much as I can. And I want to thank our patrons. Michael Harper, Sentai VT, Mike Bass, Kako Avendano, Eric Burdick, Mr. NK, our good friend Blaze, a very long name made of nonsense characters that I don't dare pronounce, Chris Laird, Joel, Oliver Nilsson, Dan Tricera Ranger, Kari Rakitan, and Chris Laird, again. Oh, uh, patrons now. <laughs> we got some patrons, yeah. Amazing. Wow, you guys love, you guys love us, oh my god. <laughs> 
Uh, as usual, you. the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Discord server, where you can listen live, our merch store, and all of our other cool shit. All right, yeah. Sleep all right, sleep tight, you filthy degenerates. I love you. Don't let the Jetsians <laughs> bite. Don't let the Mega Beast bite. That's it. Stay <laughs> Raculies, everybody. No, that Stay means you're evil time. and stupid. Cast Rangers don't know how to end stream. <laughs> are you feeling? Did you? Are you feeling evil and stupid today? You might be Raculies. <laughs> Ask your doctor if Raculies is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, side effects may include uh, megalomania. You, you serve me like little brother. God is really obsessed with tits. <laughs> so, 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 hey, if Just Beyond is like Star Wars, does that mean we'll get a special edition where they replace all the models with CGI? Almost certainly. Does that mean we'll also get Just Beyond Holiday Special? <laughs> all, the, all the guns will be replaced with walkie-talkies. We're going to get the fucking... Back with guns. The I can't believe there's like a special version of E.T. where they fucking did that. And I'm no, glad the E.T. I finally watched it was the original unaltered version. And you're still going to be speaking Wookiee. Like, no one will dare subtitle it. All the, all the videos are still going to be like... <laughs> and then they'll give just being porn. <laughs> like, they've never oh, no. done that before, but it's still, the, like, you know, during the holiday special, they were like... <laughs> And when Jan, when Just Beyond uh, defeats his enemy, they're gonna shout Makuki. McClunky. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye bye, uh, everyone. See you next week. Bye bye.